Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at J-R-E-E Podcast. You can send us an email at jreepodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel like supporting the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash J-R-E-E Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Hey, gang, if you are in Ottawa, be sure to check out our sponsor for this podcast, Ward 14. Ward 14 is Ottawa's first and only consignment bar. That's right. Everything inside the bar is for sale. The bar stools, the bar tops, the board games, the fish. I don't know about the fish, but everything pretty much is for sale in this bar. They have a lovely food menu. They have uh, great specialty drinks. The staff are awesome. Uh, It's a quaint little place. If you're looking for a place to go in Ottawa, it's in the heart of Ottawa's Little Italy. Check them out. Ward 14, 139 Preston, right beside the fire station. Uh, Ward 14, sweet little consignment bar. Check them out if you are in Ottawa. Thanks so much. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. Uh, I am Matt Floyd, joined as always by these two fucking assholes. Kamar. What the fuck is up? And Simon. We're back. Yeah, I'm going to warn you. This is already starting off poorly. I already hate these two, so it's going to be a long, long episode. Not a damn thing's changed. Um, if you're joining us for the first time, uh, this is the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. The format is simple. All three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode out of five Jamie Vernons, and then we're going to discuss... Uh, some of the finer points, topics, give our opinions, and uh, the whatnot. Welcome, new listeners. Kamar, how was your week? Oh, fantastic. The fights, the weather. Yeah. I can't complain. Yeah, we did attend the UFC in Ottawa. You Cowboy, can't... Dad Cerrone, 3-0, and baby. Can I just say for the listeners, hanging with you guys that whole time, you guys smoke an obscene amount of marijuana. You act like you don't you have a podcast You hang out with, with us, us every fucking week. I know, but I thought you put on a show for the... The podcast. There's no show to be put on. Who are we? Consume marijuana, but we smoke like four pre joints before, before we going start in. Smoking joints. What, yeah. What's so funny is both Matt and I are sitting in the front row of that box, and all you can see is vape, just plumes of vape. Because we're both sitting there using pens, thinking that you can't see or smell any of this, but you can see and smell everything. Do you know what I realized though? Can I know. I know. It was, I know you got us the box seat, so it was. It was. It mattered more to you, but I don't think anyone cared. I don't think anyone cared either. It just I know it's yeah yeah I get you yeah yeah. yeah. It's, I if, feel you. if I was somebody's guest, I would do it for sure. Yeah, no more oh, box good to for know. you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, UFC was fun. First <laughs> UFC ever. Uh, you guys, would you ever pay to go to one of those? Yeah, we had this conversation. I hold on. Let me say this. I said no. Yeah, it was a a UFC fight night in Ottawa. If it was a UFC pay per view event, I would one hundred percent pay to go again. <laughs> You think a, a bigger lineup, better lineup or something? Well, I think if it was a bigger lineup, first of all, there would have been more people. I mean, Ottawa doesn't, you know, our, if you know anything about Ottawa, our arena is in a different city, pretty much. You have to travel to it. That doesn't make it easy for anyone to get to the arena. So I don't know. I just, I think I would definitely pay for a UFC pay-per-view <laughs> event. I can't necessarily say I would 
would you be disappointed had you paid for that event? Yeah, but that's because the fights were terrible. I'm disappointed is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, okay. That's fine. <coughs> I blame it all on Simon. I don't. Kamar, do you want to apologize for anything? I was hoping you got so stoned you forgot about that. No. I'm not stoned yet. I've smoked one joint today. I'm what does he have to man. apologize I, I let for? slip a plot spoiler for uh, the Avengers Endgame. I'm sorry. Oh, right. Yeah, that was terrible. Is okay, that what you, you wanted two to things apologize to apologize for? for? Yeah, first of all, you ruined Endgame for me. Sorry, you ruined it, and then Simon threw the cherry on top. No, Simon didn't do anything. Simon's in denial about that. Go on. You no, I would, like, I would like him. You really care about the Avengers. I would like him to apologize for the moon debate, for the seven people that listened to the moon debate. Oh, yeah. I've apologized, and I want to try to make it better, uh, but you're blocking me by trying to make it better. I'm yes. sorry. I'm sorry to those people that... I told Kamara the way to make that better is to come better prepared for the next debate. Well, something tells me it'll be me and you arguing the next debate, and he'll be the moderator. I think I'll be a much better moderator than you were. That goes without saying. How do you moderate that? Kamar, Kamar had the balls, the audacity to say to me, yeah, Matt piped up a little too much for a moderator. I said, wow, that's because you didn't pipe up at all as the defense in this debate. I was trying to let you hang yourself. Mm. But when Matt jumping in, there was no chance. He, he kept holding you up. I really. I the really world think I held me up, Kamar. You know, Truth. I was angry. Like, I was angry five minutes ago before we pressed the record button. I'm on fucking fire Let's right now. Let's just move on. I Ask am, me how my week I went, Matt. Fucking, I, I don't care how your week went now. You both go feel, fuck yourself. Simon had a responsibility to tell you. If you even had to tell you, I said that after the podcast. Not in the middle of it. It's uncalled for. Wow. I just said it to your face, though. Mm. Looking at him. No, I said I'll be do a better job moderating than you. And then he piped in and said, <laughs> repeating what I said to him. In confidence. Sorry. I'm on. taking my ball and I'm going home. There Get the fuck no out confidence. of my house. I have lost complete confidence. And in my defense, um, I was legally uh, special needs by the time we got around the moon debate. Whose fault is that? Mine. But I, I should have taken it more seriously. I apologize. So you blame one. the moderator <laughs> and alcohol. <laughs> you blame me for your fucking state. No, 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 no. What am I supposed to do? Just sit there? You were supposed to just sit there. And, and, and call someone if they're getting out of line or something. But Well, that's pretty that's much what he did right I was from at. the start. No, no. He, was pointing he out. accused you of filibusting. He, he has no reason to accuse that. My opening statement, my opening statement, you both were out of line there. I All disagree. Right. Can we move on? Because nobody knows what the, the fuck debate. we're talking about because only seven people heard it. So Either way, the post show is going to be rife with yes, this fucking yes, argument. There so you go. Now ask me how in. my week was. No, we don't care. We're moving on. Whoa. Well, Matt, my week was so-so. I found it a very hard Joe Rogan week because coming off of Hancock, I mean, everything would seem boring, but especially when you have, you know, And it was weird to go from this lineup. two guests in a week to five. Back to the sort of big load he's been putting out, you know? Yeah, I mean, but it's it's five comedians, so... Oh, no. Four comedians and some guy. I just uh, thought it was also embroiled with some uh, conspiracy theories on your part about the live... Mm, right, yeah. There is no conspiracy there. I, I wasn't pointing out a conspiracy. I was simply asking, why is everybody getting so yeah, angry? I don't know what Reddit's and up in saying arms about. Why he, it, it wasn't Reddit. It was comments on Instagram. No, it was Reddit. Well, you don't, you're not on Reddit, so you can't say no, it wasn't Reddit. Well, I'm telling you where I read it. Whoa. There you go. No. 
Kamara, I rest my case. Kamara and I started this conversation. That's where they came up with the name. And, well, uh, what is, is it? That's where they came up with it, I guess. Uh, right? I think there's a weird entitlement thing developing here where people feel like Joe Rogan owes them something. I agree with he that. He owes them live episodes. We think he owes us better guests like this. Yeah. It, it's madness. How If Joe tomorrow wanted to edit for content, if you wanted to record for five hours and edit it down to three, you can just stop listening. Like I don't, yeah, I, mean, that, I don't that's, get it. That's the that's the ultimate power. With he doesn't anything. owe us better guests, Kamar. That is not what I'm saying. No, no, no. no I, that's not what Kamar's saying either. I'm, I'm saying we have this sense though. Like th- this week, all oh, the guests were crappy, but like we're just getting this thing. Like, uh, grateful he's doing it. I think Kamar was more saying like if he decides to not do it live, like record one and then, or if he decides to do whatever he wants. Sure, yeah, really. it's his podcast. Either way, <clears throat> let's rate the week. Then we'll start with you, Simon. Seeing as you wanted to let us know how you felt anyway. I just want to know, let you know how I felt about the week last week. We know how you felt about last week. Mm. You want yeah, to keep jerking off great. about it? No. Um, uh, the He'll week, be back. The week was meh. It was a meh week. And That's I, not a rating. Yeah, it is. That's the rating I'm going with. A meh. good, a good meh. meh. A good meh. No, no. Listen, we're 28 Too episodes late in. The game. Too just late give the game. it a number. One to five. Come on. You know how this uh, works. 2.65. Yeah, it's. I mean, I I respect some of the guests, but I got to give the same Matt two point five. Uh, okay, I'll give it a two. I didn't think it was a very strong. But week. for the record, I want my rating to be meh. Great. M-E-H. Okay, noted. Wonderful. All right. So, uh, do you want to get into it? Do we want to get into it? Oh my! Wow, God. this, this is, is a different kind of podcast. Is, yeah, or do you want to talk about dragons first? Do you want me to ruin Game of Thrones for you right here on la- on the fucking air? I'll do it. You're two episodes behind, and I have no problem doing uh, it right now. How did Endgame end? It's assault. Don't say it. Yeah. I didn't say how it ended. Eye for All an right. eye, Simon. Endgame. It's interesting that you gave away the ending of Endgame. It's all about the Reddit. Uh, so, yeah, we want to start? Yes. Yes. Jeselnik. 1286. Anthony Jeselnik. Tony Jeselnik. Did anyone watch a special? Only me, right? No, come on. Oh, yeah, watch you it. did watch it. Yeah. You thought it was average, though. No, I think it's like the first time you see him is the best time you see him. Just when you know, okay, this is thing. However dark you think it's going to go, it's going to go a bit darker. You know what I mean? Like, But do you know, I find the anticipation the kind of the thing I like the most no, about no, his comedy. I, the, the suicide joke I enjoyed. Uh, uh, I said to Murder, Matt, suicide can't be funny. He made that funny. Like, I said to Matt possibly his... Uh, way of telling jokes lends itself better to a shorter set just because the jokes are short. So it seems like you're getting, you know, in 15 minutes, you could possibly hear 50 jokes. But again, you didn't see this one. I no, didn't. I didn't. This yeah. one wasn't this. These were longer form. Were but they not? Even not though the jokes may be a slightly longer form when they're talking about if he does an hour set, watch him do it. If he tells a joke that takes a minute and a half, he'll sit on laughs for 30 seconds. Yeah. Every joke, so he's really only doing sure thirty four minutes. I think he also I mean? though a lot of them he has to let kind of sit for the maybe slower crowd well, well, members who you know with Anthony Jesnick he's found his style he's found everything like I prefer him than some guy's high energy is just trying to keep pumping out jokes and keep the laughs going. Listen, if it was him or Sebastian. Maniscalco. Exactly. Well, that, that's yeah, the comparison. I go fucking Jezelnik all day. Uh, all day, a all thou- night. A thousand days in a row, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I'd... So, yeah, if we're talking about wandering stories versus uh, one-liners, I guess I'll take the one-liners. I mean, even then, it's weird because I wasn't... Not, not to take away from him. I wasn't a huge Mitch Hedberg fan. Me either. 
I mean, I think he's funny for a couple of minutes, but then... But see, that's the thing is, I can understand you being like, yeah, I'm not a Mitch Hedberg fan. I don't like Jeselnik, but like, I like Jeselnik, but I wasn't a very I, big... I also like Jeselnik. All I was saying was maybe for the detractors out there, it's because his stuff has that same format. <clears throat> I think for the detractors, it's just his... <clears throat> he's just too vulgar. For oh, some that's my too. favorite part of it. And I, I think I so. think he's super good for stoner comedy. Because it's quick. Like sit in the pocket. Just yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. You don't have... Versus you don't get lost. Some Italian guy jump around stage and doing every act out there is. But one weird thing about Anthony is I feel like he's sort of like a antisocial. Like I don't see him hanging out with all the people at the an store. An egomaniac? Yeah. An egomaniac. I think there's a little did, bit of that involved. I didn't want to say that, but if that's what it is, he's got some weird attitude. Uh, I think that's part of the shtick too, though, to be yeah, honest. Oh, yeah. I don't necessarily think like I truly believe that arrogance is part of his. I imagine him and Daniel Tosh to be a lot of like just in my head. Well, everyone says Daniel Tosh doesn't hang out or whatever. He just does mm. the sets of leaves. Sort of Interesting. So I know what my first note says. Now, remember I was saying I can't read my own writing. It was boogers. Because he says that's the one thing he's scared of on stage is that he has a booger, oh, booger in his, in his nose, nose and yeah. sweat and sweat, which then led me to my next point. When I saw Joe Rogan in Toronto just recently, I remember saying to Halima, look at the weird shirt he's wearing. It's like a two tone. No, it's sweat. It was sweat. Yeah. He sweats so much when he's on stage. It literally looked like he was wearing like a dress dark, shirt dark with dark uh, stripes all the way down. It was hilarious. Well, he must have thought he was bombing. Dude, it's so hot up there. No, he definitely didn't think he was bombing. It is so hot the up lights. there. Yeah, yeah. No, I listen, I'm not getting down on no, him. No, I know. I'm just, I'm just pointing out that I witnessed it firsthand. It was just kind I've of my on, way of showing you that I saw Joe Rogan live. Kamar and I have been on much smaller stages with way fewer lights and it's still warm. probably been equally as sweaty. <laughs> but they say the key to a good show is being cold. I believe it. That's cold, why they always cold crank. Room. That's why they always crank the fucking AC. It's almost uncomfortable as an audience member sometimes. I know this was never going to happen, but if Joe Rogan was a gossipy uh, podcast, I wish he'd asked him about Amy Schumer because mm-hmm. they used to date, and I'm sure he helped her write jokes. I also don't like when he says, "Oh, I'll tell you after the podcast." Oh, like well, tell me now, motherfucker. This is across the board. There's got to be a a, a pay per view where you get well. All, that's all the that should be Joe's firewall. He never charges for the podcast, but if you want to know the names of the people he talks about who he won't talk about. It's like ESPN mic'd up. You, you, pay, fucking, you, pay the, yeah, yeah. you pay the Patreon and you get the fucking info. I would also pay the same extra for sports. The fully, like where the players are swearing at the coach. Dude, I wrote a joke about that. I have a joke right now about how the NHL could double their revenue if they just pay-per-viewed every game and mic'd everyone up. Just the guys on the board when they yell at if the guys. If you just the mic'd The problem though is the Tortorella. word faggot. Because that's that word is still actively said in the NHL. Oh, yeah, and I, that's it's actively said in all sports, I'm sure. But the NHL, as especially, I believe, because that they're word all is, hicks. Just say it, Matt. Yeah, they're all yeah rapist hicks. Rubes. Sure. Anyways, uh, yeah, that is frustrating when they say, "Oh, I'll tell you after the show." Oh, I'll tell you after the show. Yeah, yeah. Not welcome. Whenever I hear it, but <laughs> Jesselnick didn't seem to have that problem. He's a, a I have many notes in here of him throwing people under the bus, so that should be fun to Can talk I ask about. you, do we feel... What's the point of getting to the top if you can't throw if some people under the bus, though? Yeah, he some seems suckers. like a man who lives on an island, but did he sort of throw uh, Jimmy Fallon under the bus? He threw everyone under the bus, Kamar. Every but, 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 comedy but, place no, 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 he's no, ever I, worked I, at. I didn't feel like he felt like he threw Jimmy... Uh, Why, know. what did he say about Fallon? All he said about Jimmy remember. Fallon was like, he's like, he just wants to... <laughs> 
please everyone. He wants to make everyone. Well, I also said he was a drunk. Oh, yeah, but hold on. That's public knowledge. That is. I yeah. Guess, Jimmy Fallon. I, so he doesn't need to add on to it. But that I guess was it. it was just, I, but you're right. That is one of my notes. Come on. That, so, yeah, he felt sort of like. Uh, I, it just felt like where Joe said, I'll tell you after the show. Jesselnick just said it. I'm so you, I have more. Uh, listen, Maybe I have more. Res- good. I yeah. have more respect for the guy that's like, I'll just say it now as opposed well, to. Well, he doesn't have a podcast. He's not, you know. But again, he's not behold to anyone either. I think he's no. just like, I don't give a fuck. But my point is, Joe has to still get guests on. Sure. And if you act like an asshole and you're badmouthing people constantly, nobody's going to want to come on your show except the other people who want to badmouth people. You know? I disagree, though. He's badmouthing probably B-rate comedians, that comedians that he's, that he's never going to have on the show. You know what I mean? He's not badmouthing Bill Burr, Fitzsimmons. Like- um, who are we talking about here? Are you just talking for the sake of talking and not listening <laughs> no, to no, anything no, I'm saying? No, no, but are you saying Joe Rogan does that or Jesselnick does that? Oh my God, he's not listening to anything and you're on your fucking phone. Jesselnick has a podcast. Uh, okay, but not like Joe Rogan. Anyways, point is, I, I, we really want to argue about I want to unpack like, what you just said there though. Going back, do you think uh, Joe needs people to be on the show? Like I, I think everyone wants to be on the show. I do, but I also think that Joe gets guests on that have nothing to do with mainstream wanting to be famous, and to get those guys on, you... Totally disagree. I mean, maybe, or also some of those comedians. Like, I just... Yes, everybody wants to be on Joe's show right now because he's a super nice guy, and... Safe environment. And it's a safe environment. And if it starts being gotcha journalism, like we said, I just don't think people are going to be interested in that. We're not even talking about the same thing. There's no gotcha journalism. He's talking about his opinion about people, and your argument is that... it starts being like, um, you know, every show, Joe is just fucking trashing 10 different people. It's weird, though. You know, like... uh, Sorry, go ahead, Kamar. If we go back to Crowder... That was sort of gotcha, or or um, more re- recently, uh, Adam Conover. How it, was, it seemed combative. That, yeah, but that's not. We, we sort that's of not quite that. the gotcha journalism okay. I was talking about. But um, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Listen, I think matter. if Joe talks shit about a comedian that he thinks isn't that great, he's probably a talking the Joe truth. Do- Hold on, b think about the amount of guests that come on Joe Rogan and clearly don't listen to Joe Rogan. I'd say. 50%? Lots of them, yeah. Joe Rogan doesn't... Um, he just doesn't do that a lot. So for whatever reason I'm that just trying is, to get to your argument, though. It is If he talks shit about a comedian, you then think that some 90-year-old scientist from Britain is going to be like, well, on episode 1142, no, he talks shit about Owen I, Benjamin. I, and I mean, Owen, What is he saying about yeah, me? I he might, think yeah. that if Literally. Joe's show becomes just a show of him, you know, fucking bashing people, it's going to change the dynamic unless people are going to want to go on. I mean, I don't think that's rocket science. Okay, again, I think he's. it's just an industry standard that you don't talk shit about your fellow comedians. I think that's all it is. I'd like to actually find that podcast out. <laughs> I mean, you can't name one that exists like that. It's a gotcha well, I'd like to listen to Jesselnix because I'm telling you, he held back no punches. When he was talking about places he worked, usually they just say a place in this city. He went out of his way to say this place and this guy and this manager and you know what With I mean? With a couple of clicks, you could get everything you needed. Yeah, just. but I also believe that he's and probably- we respect that. He's probably adequately- I don't care. I'm just, we're having a conversation. All I'm saying is he's probably adequately burnt those bridges. So he's like, I don't sure. give a shit. Sure. I do that all the time. You're right. Judging by his comedy, he's probably left a, a scorched trail behind him. I assume. But I think he's got his bag. He knows he, he's in a good position that he can do that. And, and That's what I was saying. Just like Pete Davidson did on the last week. Did you hear about that? No. So he was doing this, uh, the Stress Factory opened a new club in Connecticut. 
I think it's originally in uh, New Jersey. And the owner says their their guy said to him, you got to tell the crowd, no cell phones, don't shut out Eric Grana or Beckinsale. So the guy went up and said to the crowd, guys, no phones, don't say anything about these girls. And Pete was like, in his mind, he's like, he doesn't want that said out loud or something. So he just left. He got on his truck and left the hmm. show. Weird. And left the, the club owner like, what am I going to do? I just told you Jessica's coming out. He's left. So they had to finish the night or whatever. And then Jessica went on Instagram and said, sorry, guys, I can't be disrespected like that. I'm going to do a free Davidson, show next not week. Jessalyn. Pete Davidson, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I don't know. Me. I was just trying to get but it. But just saying comics who get to a level where they can fuck off a club or or name names as Jeselnik has probably reached that level. I mean, it's different. You want to name names because someone's an asshole or they've been a dick to you. That's fine. But to, I assume he had been paid and to just leave is probably... That's pretty shitty. The uh, the Fallon one I felt made me feel away, but the rest, yeah, I, I think I like that he. he uh, the Fallon one didn't make me feel away because at the end of the day, I I truly felt like he was he didn't say anything that we didn't know, and at, he was like he's just he's trying to be politically trying to please everyone. Like he said, he's like he laughs at my jokes. He says they're funny, but then he says I can't use them. I mean, that's got to be tough as a comedian. But I, I didn't necessarily think he was shitting on Jimmy Fallon. No, Jimmy Fallon was the one where I, it, it, I didn't think of it at all. It was just the way he said they didn't use any of my jokes. And then went that, and he drank a lot. You go to shitty bars or whatever. You guys just hold on, hold on. But that to me, actually, that like him saying he goes to shitty bars and drinks with the staff. That to me was like a positive. I was like, oh, Jimmy Fallon's like a real human type guy. That it was all in my head and he did not throw him out of the bus. Well, no, I'm just, I'm just, Kamar, I'm telling you where I'm coming from. Yeah, no, no, I'm, and I want to talk about because I wasn't sure. You guys just both used an expression that I am obviously too old for. What, oh, which expression? Feel away? Yeah, what is oh, that? Oh, I make you feel away all the time. Yeah, no, it's me that away. makes you both feel away. We all make each other feel away. I'm feeling I, I, away right I, now. I well, if you want to describe what you're feeling, your you don't want to say I'm sad or I'm mad, but I'm feeling away. I'm feeling mm. away. Okay. I'll use that. Improperly. Um, what do you guys think about the concept of people who are clearly not good at something, but convince themselves that they're good at that thing? Example? I don't know. Whatever. You know, somebody who plays golf, who, who will classify themselves as a, now in air quotes here, good golfer, but then you watch them play golf and you're like, you're not a good golfer. They're just delusional. What can you do? No, hold on. I think is it's it, also who you surround yourself with. Is it a with. defense mechanism, you think, where you think, like, yeah, have to trick your brain you're into... You're talking about that individual has to trick his brain. Correct, you yeah. You look at me and say, I have to trick my brain. Yeah, like with your whole comedy career. No, I'm just... Definitely, though. No. Wah, wah. No, but I'm, I have to think I'm funnier than I am to, to keep going. Yeah, that's not what I'm asking, though. I'm more like... Uh, well, yeah, okay, sure. No, I think there's a part of what Kamar said. Yeah, true. You're not going to keep going unless you think you have something there. Right, yeah, that makes sense. I you, agree. You will not be able to strive forward if you think you're shit. But, or, does that make you strive forward more because you're shitty at it? Well, you sort of got to... You, you got to make... Uh, uh, deliver on promises that, you know? Like, I'll, I'll put it this way. Here, for... In my own case, like, I think I'm a decent artist. If I didn't think I was decent... I probably wouldn't do it anymore, but because I see that there's the potential for me to be a good artist, I'll keep doing it. I think that here I could use a good example. Sorry to cut you off. Bowling, we bowl often. Yep. Would you say I'm a good bowler? You're a pretty good bowler. You see, I don't think either of us are good bowlers. I'm definitely not a no, good no. Bowler. But I, I would, I would say I hold the record for the highest score, but I'm not a good bowler. Well, this year, I, I am not a good bowler well, we've either. We've only been bowling this year. Well, I've been bowling for my whole life, but. Mm. My point is this. 
I just don't think like it truly is the the circle that you're in as well, right? Like you can be like, I'm a fucking great bowler because you're beating your friends all the time. And all you really think of is like your friend group, right? You're, you, you don't put yourself with professionals because that's crazy. Mm-hmm. They're on another level. So you think like, well, I have 50 friends, 10 friends, whatever number it is. And I'm the best out of my friends. So I got to be pretty good. That's right. I think some people just do that. I think some people say, well, out of my group of friends, you're so insulated in your thinking that that's it. Like I see people do that that with video games all the time where they're like, Oh, I'm really good at video games. And I'm like, Oh sweet. And then we play and I dust them or, or maybe they are really good. And I'm thinking, Holy shit. Like, well, I've even seen that where even with me and like soccer, that stupid soccer game, when I used to play, I would say, yeah, I'm pretty good at that talking to one of my son's friends and we would play and I wasn't very good. Do you know, like yeah. not even in the same league as saying. these kids. Yeah. yeah. But I would never know that because I play with you guys. That's the point is yeah. you, you, yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm agreeing. I'm totally, no, no. Agreeing. And I'm just saying, I think we give, you know, I do it too, where I'm like, this guy thinks he's good. And I, well, a good example is, or an example is, I don't know how good it is. Um, for bowling, I think that I look good when I bowl. Yeah. I film myself. I look okay when I bowl. Sure. I, I have a pretty classic type form. Sure. For a long time when I used to play golf, I thought I looked good golfing. It wasn't until that I videotaped myself for the first time it was a hard day. and said, holy shit, that's what I look like? Yeah. That I had to like break down everything about the way I played and fix it starting from the ground up because I was so, but in my head I had convinced myself I look like they look when they swing on TV. I was so far from, I might as well have been playing a different sport. Yeah. So that's that's your ego at work. I think it's your ego. Yeah. It's just all ego. And it's a, I truly think it's a defense mechanism. But you're one example. No, but I think it goes I back. Think you're a really good artist. If you say, I think I'm okay. You know what I mean? I think that's a, well, okay. Thank you. Kamara. I really appreciate that in comparison to like Dan, you can't compare no but that's what i'm saying right like but you guys do different art but again okay fine um i thought i was a good golfer okay comparison is the root of disappointment i don't yes, think i don't Kimmer, think that's that, the right well that i don't is, think it is that is very true when i think about a saying too long i know i'm not saying it right yeah you're no that Brian, also you're no sounds <laughs> like a good um, we'll get to that yeah, we will get to that, that. Yeah. Jesus, we will get to that okay, well let's move off no. this so we don't get too far down that road no no i mean i think listen in closing though i think Half of what, half of it is what Kamar said is that like, if you don't give yourself some, I think I'm good at this, then you're probably not gonna. It's it's tough to get into something and be absolutely trash garbage, and want to continue to get better. In, you, unless it's something that all your friends are doing and you're forced into it. Sure, but for yeah. the most part, you're gonna find something that you're already decent at. Yes. That would only ha- and then happen at a young time in your life. Sorry. Yeah, you're gonna find something you're decent at. Because it's already that much easier. And then you're yep. going to maneuver yourself. Like if you're just. That's what most people do. Of course. Because yep. if you're absolutely terrible at something, it just makes it that much harder to, you know, like if you're, if you're not. Naturally- Unless you're Joe Rogan and you're willing to spend, you know, the thousand hour rule on something. It's 10,000. Sure. Yeah. Even a thousand, I think will get you pretty good at something. A thousand hours at, at look, if you put a thousand hours towards bowling, Matt, you would be a competent bowler. Well, I think you I'm a competent have, bowler now. No, you would see improvement. You would see improvement. Yeah, but the 10,000 is... The, I mean, that's okay, the difference. Yeah, see more improvement. He, he he is correct, though. It is 10,000. But it's also... it's also There's a EX... Well, there's a formula for how quick you get those 10,000 in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Age matters, too. 
Yeah, there's a lot of factors. Like if I put 10,000 hours in now versus if I put 10,000 hours in when I was 16, 17. Well, your brain is developing. Yeah, but you're also just faster. You're, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you're, everything yeah. about you is... I bet you, you retain yeah. more more as a child or as a Many young person factors. than you do as an old person. Many well, and factors. I just think muscle memory and, it, you know, when you're young is just um, exponentially better. A great quote by Jessel Nick. Uh, I'm going to butcher it a little bit because I just wasn't fast enough to write it down properly. But the gist was, if another comedian doesn't like my comedy... I don't think they're a very good comedian. <laughs> yeah, though that's his attitude that he brings. That uh, I was referring. I to thought him. that was so funny, though. The best. Right? No, when he was talking, when Joe was like, "So, what if you met a woman that was like really into you, but didn't think you were a good comedian?" And he was, he was so torn. He was like, "What did he say?" He said, "That's okay. It would. It, it's. I no, think he's like, that it he's has like, but to I would be think that's a, weird. A comedian. What was it? I don't, I don't know. Maybe you're right." Either way, the funniest thing he said was when Tiffany Haddish, when Joe was like, have you seen Tiffany Haddish queef on stage? And he's like, no. He's like, yeah, man, she'll take the mic and like put it right up there and she'll queef into the mic. And I, again, I'd said this before. I don't remember his exact words, but he was like, that would be terrible to follow. <laughs> I, I missed it. Joe missed it. I like laughed. Everyone missed it. It's very funny. I honestly but. had to pull the car over. I was in tears laughing. I saw her queef. Oh. She did Ottawa with uh, Ari Shafir and Bobby Slayton. Ugh. A nasty show. It's so funny that we were talking about um, Mark Marin being a preachy recovery guy because that's one of my notes from this episode is I'm all for people who want to quit whatever they want to quit. I'm all for people who want to do whatever they want to do. Yep. But I don't want to hear about your fucking sanctimonious bullshit. You know what I mean? Nope. If you're a recovering addict, just keep that shit to yourself. It's, it's, yeah, you know, like the same way you don't want me fucking running around screaming about the positivities of weed. We don't want to hear about your fucking. Well, the problem though is most people that recover do it in AA, which is very fucking religious, which then involves you going and preaching the the good word to everyone that you meet. Yeah, I find it even not with AA though. I think it. I. I Am as, I like that? No. As a guy who... No, but legitimately, you, you Legitimately, you never do okay. that. As a guy who is obviously not in recovery. <laughs> um, no, but I'm, I'm saying because I didn't go to recovery. No, I, I think that it just becomes like something you have to do as you're recovering. For most people is to badmouth that thing because otherwise... You just still want it too much, I guess, is yeah. the, you know, it's, it's like when you break up with a girl who doesn't like you anymore, you're going to start saying she's ugly and that she was yeah. bad in bed and, you know, whatever. Well, mo most people who've done cocaine and quit, like, and someone asks them, uh, would you like to do cocaine again? They go, yes, I love it. Yeah. Mark Maron's like, it's the worst. I could imagine that. I just, I don't know. I, I think I, though, if you get to the point where Mark Maron got with Coke, that's probably, a, Okay. Again, I've never gotten anywhere with any of those drugs, but I imagine that if you have to get your stomach pumped from alcohol, that might be enough for you to be like, I don't know. But example, in grade nine, we played a drinking game with uh, tequila and we did it in cappuccino cups instead of 
Shot glasses. Shot glasses, which I now know are much bigger than shot glass. Anyway, suffice to say, I woke up by the canal in my underwear, and I have never drank tequila since. Like, ah! literally, when I smell it, it yeah. gag reflex. Yeah, so, you think about the weird thing there. You never drank canal. tequila since. Mm-hmm. You see the weird thing there is you didn't. It you wasn't didn't, a drunk thing. It, it wasn't was a tequila. All in, that was yeah. it, and that's the weird thing that people do. What a do. fucking hypocrite I am. But I was also going to say it's age too, because Simon, you can you can get your stomach pumped at twenty, and that's a fucking sick story. Like, oh, I got my stomach pumped when you're thirty five and you're like I had to get my stomach pumped last night you know people look at you a little bit different I know what we get him Simon for his birthday a bottle of Patron well no like Simon I was gonna say like it's weird for like I'll use again myself as a quick example like being at the UFC and seeing all those drunk people I was like gross gross like I hate being around drunk people however I do wish I could get drunk you know what I mean like there's a part of me that wishes I could get a little bit drunk do you yeah for sure because I know you both ways and you're way better not drunk. So okay, so there's a difference though. Is I'm not saying I want to go back to being a drunk. What I'm saying is it would I would enjoy a one off or two right. off getting drunk because keep in mind I have my shit somewhat together to the point now where I might be able to go out and have one night where mm-hmm. I got drunk and then woke up the next day feeling shitty and go ah whatever. I just don't really want to do that. But but you see what I'm saying? Like I, there is a part of me that's like it. I remember the fun. Right. What spurred me is that uh, Dennis Quaid was having the conversation with Mark Maron. That's how this came up, sort of sidebar. Uh, he had said he did uh, way too much drinking coke when he was doing um, Great Balls of Fire. Yeah, he did that movie, and he had to go to rehab, and uh, he was sober for ten years, and now he drinks. Okay. So he had decided. Okay, that's behind me, but I, I can still drink and, and whatever. You know, come to think of it, sorry, just, we'll come back to that, right. just so I don't forget. I, like, I never saw you, Matthew, drink. Like, we'd never be hanging around at your house, and you were only drinking when you were out at the bars. Yeah, that's why, this, yeah. this is why I- You're not, I, you're not a normal- I don't uh, say, this is why people, I, I, I can't sit here and be like, I was an alcoholic, because I didn't- it, there was nothing like I didn't have to wake up and drink. I wasn't out there like yeah, 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 yeah. For me, it was the fun of yeah, I got it. of being out with it. people. And me, just personally, I'd much rather hang out with um, non-drunk people than drunk people. For sure. So that's why that's I would say to me, you're better sober yeah. because. But like, I was a fun drunk. And fun like, drunk. There were times where we drank. Like the few times no, that no, I had f- drinks to- with totally you. fun drunk. To a point, to a degree. More I was saying, like, it was just always a story of, oh, I left my wallet in this cab, or, you know, like, stupid mistakes. Oh, no, you were were a fun drunk. It just wasn't fun for you. Exactly. When it came to pay the bill. Always. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Paying the piper was. Sorry, I just thought I should qualify that a little bit. No, no, and that's why I I should qualify it too, because, like, I I don't look at myself as a former addict. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not like, I didn't have to go to recovery because it wasn't, it was just a choice I had to make. I, di- I had one night where I literally nearly lost it all. And then I said, well, this really isn't worth it. And that was it. So, you know, it's not that easy for everyone. Which again, so that's why for you, it's not such a big deal to have a drink here or there or take a shot. And I whatever. do. And that's yeah. it. I have uh, for special occasions. I have no problem. You know, if someone's getting married, if it's a bachelor party, for sure, yeah. I will do a yeah. shot. You yeah, might yeah, even yeah. potentially be able to convince me to do a second one later on in the night, but I'll never take it past that just because I don't know. Like you said, I'm just I'm a better person not drunk and I have just as good a time smoking weed, so. But like I was saying, there is a part of me that's like it would be fun to just have one of those nights and just kind of fucking, you know, 
get together with the boys and go off the deep end. Mm-hmm. But like I look at a friend of ours and I'm like, you know, drinking, in my opinion, has gotten the best of him recently. And he's not a fun person to be around drunk ever. Under I still any partake, but I don't think you're missing anything. Yeah. Well, I now, mean, we're also closer to, I mean, I'm back, close to 40. Back to what Kamara was saying. Um, it's like that guy, Joe had a, a doctor on once and his whole philosophy was treating addicts, but you don't have to go cold turkey. Like if you're addicted to heroin, he might prescribe weed to you to make that transition easier. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing scenario. Now, granted me super biased, but that he seemed like, uh, I mean, of course he was married to his opinion, but he was willing to take a totally different stance than most of the medical field was willing to take. Right. Like, well, I just don't think it's healthy to, like, first of all, alcohol is everywhere. So for me, like, I look at it like this. Let's say, and this isn't the case, let's say I was in a business setting. Like, let's say I was a suit and tie, nine to five, trying to make it to the top of the business world. Not drinking would hurt me. Whether you know it, whether you believe it or not, not having the beer or the shot here or there, the drink hurts you Could in be the business world. Uh, but even not being able to handle it is a bad thing, too. Of course, but uh, but there's something about the guy that can't handle it is still like out there at the meet. You know what I mean? Like shooting the shit and rubbing the so elbows. Everyone else feels better about themselves. Yeah, I mean, there's just something like you do. Alcohol is so acceptable that you will miss out on certain things if you do not drink. So there's a part of me that like, again, I'm a different case. I realize that there's people out there that if they have that one drink, they're probably going to go get an eight ball and a hooker and it's probably the end of their fucking month. Um so everyone's different. I think that's the big takeaway. That's what we should really be. But I agree, Simon. I think I, I kind of agree with that doctor. Like, I don't I don't think cutting everything out of your life. For example, we were driving back from the UFC and we, we drove a mutual friend back. And remember, he was like, yeah, it's like those people that are recovering addicts. They're like, oh, I don't do drugs anymore, but I still smoke weed. Go fuck yourself. And I was like, well, listen, if someone can get off heroin and coke, but they still want to smoke weed and they're only smoking weed, I'm fine yeah, with that. I mean, that's, that attitude's yeah, dealing yeah. as absolutes. Yeah. There's just nothing. Yeah, there are no absolutes. Exactly. Exactly. Um, let's move on a little bit. Sure. Uh, this, the first time I ever saw Joe Rogan in Ottawa. Uh, at hum- the Bronson Center? Hum- humble brag. Um, yeah, it was at the Bronson Center. It was a, and this, is, this is no joke. Yeah, I've obviously told this story before. You, not yeah, on the podcast. On, on yeah, it's on the podcast. Yeah. Well, have you? I don't yeah, know. Yes. Did you say you were disappointed with it? No, it was ama- amazing. Two, well, this it is was, a different story. It was at I least, remember asking you the next day, and like, ah, it's all right. He wasn't as into the podcast. I was more excited than you that you went to At least Rogan. two hours of a show. At least two hours Q&A. That was going to be my point. You said it was too long. He didn't do a two-hour show. Well, no just way. the seat's... Matt, I he didn't tell, do a two hour set. Yes, he did. We, we were there for four hours. He played to be. We were there for four hours. So if it wasn't a was two, there an opener, if it there was an opener, he there's no way Joe did a two hour set. Oh my god, this was so long ago. And yes, no it podcast. Was, it was there was no podcast. Oh no, maybe there, oh, was, maybe a there was a podcast. The yeah. Podcast. Anyways, well, listen, my humble brag didn't go very well because Matt is so arbitrary. I'm still envious. I'm so not arbitrary. Gonna, we're gonna I, move on. Well, I've seen um, him at the comedy store. Humble brag. <laughs> I saw him in Toronto. So I was closer. Whoa, whoa, mine was more shot mine, fired. Was, uh, mine was more intimate. Who gives again, a fuck? Again, they talk about Chappelle. Like they they talk about Chappelle and tell Chappelle stories 
almost every second episode now. Oh, it's getting just it's getting fucking, out of hand. It's out of hand. Just do it already. It's man. impossible. With, well, but seriously, I, Russell Brand on, should on. just get fucking high, and Dave Chappelle should just do motherfucking Rogan. I need to or say not. this. I need to say this to the listeners. I am the only one thus far that is hashtag Chappelle on JRE. I am the only one. And I know this because if you go to Instagram and you search the hashtag Chappelle on JRE, it's only photos I've posted for us. So please, listeners. Well, you, oh, listeners. No, okay. listeners. I'm not mad at you guys because it's. You're making a request. I'm just saying the only way this is going to happen, the only way we're going to get a movement together is if you guys get on board too. That's you listening right now. Yeah. So hashtag everything Chappelle on JRE. Make sure you follow us on the Instagram. Movement like is real. Like. The movement watches that I'm Joe Rogan telling sells. you, man, it can happen. You There's don't have no to do the Patreon. You just got to do the hashtag. There's no fucking reason that Dave Chappelle has not been on this fucking podcast. Oh, which brings up another point. Has Chris D'Elia ever been on? Yes. Whoa, that was quick. <coughs> he has, though? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yep. He has. Because <coughs> I was thinking about it. What, like, how long ago was that? He hasn't been on it forever. A couple of years. Seems odd, no? Yeah. He's like on top of his game right now. He's uh, just on an Eminem track. It'd be nice to know if he's ever asked Dave and Dave's been, nah, I don't need that, man. It would be interesting to just know anything. You know what was a good uh, story, a Joe Rogan story that he told in full in this episode was of him coming back to the store. Okay. After being bad. After that whole ordeal. Yeah. And how... <laughs> Ari's comedy special is the real reason he came back. Um, so really, we all just have, in the building. We all have Ari to thank for Joe Rogan coming back to the store. But that comedy store has Joe Rogan to thank for coming back to the. Well, the I store. think that changes the course of his career. Uh, it makes him a different person. Like him going back there has made him happier. It's filled a part of his life that he was obviously missing. I mean, he was still performing everywhere all the time. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm not, I don't think it hurt his career. I'm saying it changed it. He, you know, he's become more of the Joe he is today because less absolutely, angry. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I just, I think it's been better for everybody. But Thanks, he was, he was, Thanks, Ari. He was able to, yeah, obviously, shout out Ari Shafir. But he was able to grow without the comic store, you know, just doing the improv. And it's the so interesting house. how they speak of disdain about the Laugh Factory, eh? Well, he just said it. He's like, they record your shit. And when he said it, I thought about it. I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen so many Laugh Factory clips on YouTube, but I've never seen another place do that. It's only the Laugh Factory. But no one talked about how great the Laugh Factory is. No, The improv and the Laugh Factory both got uh, lambasted in this episode. They're lesser clubs. Chappelle's bit about man rape that the Laugh Factory posted is one of the funniest bits I've ever, ever fucking seen. So posted against his will? Well, he, sh- I mean, he, sh- no, I think they know when they go there that they post those uh, videos. So I have a happened. feeling that they know. Yeah. I mean, Chappelle dropped in there once and did one set. So, you know, who really did, sorry, this is a bad segue, but you know, who really did get screwed is, um, Orny Adams yeah, during the, yeah, his, during um, that Seinfeld, how uh, he's perceived to be comedian documentary. Yeah. It, I mean, look me as a layman having watched that movie a long time ago and know nothing about Orny Adams in my head for a really long time. He was just a prick. I never saw it. I don't and then you watch anything else about him and he's just a really nice guy. So, so for me, a guy who, who knew at that point, nothing about nothing, I was easily swayed to think he oh. was the villain. 
just goes to show what filmmaking can do. Well, it just goes to show that he really did. Like, he couldn't possibly have known that when he was going to make that movie, because otherwise, I'd, it, it, when you weigh the pros and the cons of that... Hindsight, I guess. Or you think maybe he did know and no, just I'm, didn't realize it was going to kill him like that? maybe not that he'd be so big, but just, like was how I thought maybe he was being a character and it would come across well, that way. I think he probably, he got killed on the cutting room floor. So they, as they say, but he still has made a career. So yeah, no, no, good, I, good for him. Again, you say he's funny though. If he wasn't even on that movie, maybe he, yeah, of course. He's funny. Yeah. So maybe I don't even know who he is if he's not on that. He's movie. been just for last many times. Yeah. Yeah. So any press is good press. You'll always stick to that. Eh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm waiting for someone to talk shit about me. Yeah. I wish there's an article about how bad I was. Uh, so, I can write an article about how bad you are. Come on. I got you. So Joe told the divorce story again, and I'll just give you the highlight can of it. we just name the names? She got fucked so hard she can't work anymore. Like, I swear to God. <laughs> if I hear that same... T- it's okay. Tell the story. It's fine, Joe. I get it. You got it. When you're talking about divorce, you got to tell... But you don't have to say that same joke every time. It's uh, you can it's leave the that same part as the out. fucking the kids were so bad they were so terrible you know how bad those kids were it's, yeah it's a joke yeah, yeah. but that's not even his joke this is his joke. oh I know it's, it, he can just stop yeah it's just a, stop it, it, it's a joke but it's also like what the guy who has to pay out has to think <laughs> tell himself it's the only way you can get by it's like uh, convincing <laughs> yourself you have a nice golf swing every day that's his yeah. mantra I fucked you so hard you can't work that's why yeah. I got pay his money yeah. don't fuck us so hard. You know what, though, too? <laughs> Don't have such a big dick. You know what the funny thing about listening to so many Joe Rogans is, though? It, it, he becomes like a your spouse or significant other. Like when they tell their, their story that you've heard a million times, but they're telling it to a group of people that haven't heard it, and they get all, you know, they're like, oh, have you heard this one? And you're sitting there like, oh, fuck, here and, we go and, again. And that, to quote, when they start talking about Patrice's, when you look at, probably push you off a cliff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <yeah. laughs> what do you think about how you kill that person? Joe compared... <laughs> This was so good. Joe compared a divorcee to a chimp, <laughs> a jealous chimp who gets the birthday cake. Do you remember? Yeah, that? yeah. They kill him. Oh my god, I was dying as he was making that comparison. He's I brought up that like, chimp a bunch of times now, though. Well, listen, I gotta say standard. there isn't a time where I don't like chimp talk. Like, there's not when they start talking about chimps, I never go, "Oh no, not chimps again." I'm like, "Yeah." Let's talk more chimps. Oh, we know the chimps are on your list, Simon. There's <laughs> listen. There's no fucking doubt. Um, we got to move on. Do yeah, there's we? no way you have a lot of more Jezelnik, really? No, I do. I did have a um, theory about chimps, though. Yeah. Okay. Just quickly. Yeah. You mean the chimpanzee? The ch- the chimpanzees, yeah. Um, what if uh, AI, so like Kamar thinks AI is going to solve everything. It's going to get smart enough. It's going to solve everything. I've said it before. I say it again. It's going to have to build itself bodies. If they, it really wants to take over, like an iRobot or whatever, it's going to have to build itself some sort. But what if they just cut out that whole thing together and use chimps? They're strong. They're built already. They're all ready to fucking terrorize. I would not. Put I might have just given AI the secret it needs to like ten years sooner taking over. We the may world. have to go back in time one day and yes. take you out for this. What you just or made. or just make sure I don't say it. We don't have to take me out. I'm sorry. All, we could just on the table. You could just, just whisper. You could just whisper to me. Hey, don't say that about the chimps. 
that doesn't work. Not a good idea. That doesn't work. It would work with me. No, then there's like then next thing you know, there's gorillas that they have AI in, and they're the world is ten times worse. Don't say that about the gorillas. Kill the Jew. <laughs> and it just was one of those days when I brought a carpet over to Matt to show it to him, yeah. and then I took it yeah. out, and I didn't roll it up as good as I did yeah. the first time. Um, just as we're going out, uh, they bad he badmouthed Seinfeld a little bit. Said his show was really boring when he went to see it. Humble brag. I also went to see Seinfeld in Ottawa, and I found it very boring. But I also went. So your humble brag. Uh, is out let's the window, move on buddy. to the next yeah. episode. Explain what they did there, anyways. Which one did you see with Tom Papa? No, he, he uh, said he has a old Jew set, which obviously he played for you guys, and he's got another set that kills. I did see Tom Papa. It must have been that show then, yeah. because I've seen Tom Papa. So, anyways, yeah, humble brag. Let's uh, let's move on. What's the deal with humble brags? Matt, do your thing. Tell us to rate it. Yeah, uh, come on, rate the, rate the episode. <laughs> I think I was going on this one with a two, but um, because of the, uh, are you sig heiling me? What was that? <laughs> that was really weird. I thought okay. I thought uh, he was uh, disrespectful to Jimmy Fallon, but after discussing with you guys, uh, I changed my mind and I should give it a three and. I thought this thing is horrible. Simon? I gave the week a 2.65. I'm going to give him a 3.5. No, sorry. I take that back. I'm going to give him a 3. Him or the episode? Because you do this weird thing. I'm going to give the episode a 3. Okay. And final thoughts on him, Kamar? Can I rate the episode? Oh, yeah, Matt, go ahead. Sweet Jesus. Like, I'm not even part of this thing anymore. Yeah, I've been fucking... Yeah. (laughs) This is going to be like Molly's game where next week you guys are just recording at someone else's house and I don't get the fucking text yet. You need my piece of cake. Uh, I actually give this one a four. I thought this was the best episode of the week. I like like Anthony Jeselnik. I thought there was... I laughed a bunch for this one. I feel bad about my rating. Okay, we don't have to. I just... I thought... I like this episode. You can make it all up in the final thoughts on Anthony Jeselnik. Great guy. Yeah, there you go. This is a great guy. Big ego. His ego Rocks doesn't bother me. He deserves out. it. 17 years in. He's, he, he's, he's big. He's so funny. Just as a person, I find. like, I, I, He makes me laugh. Yeah, his arrogance is yeah. hilarious, hilarious to me. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I found it genuinely endearing and hilarious. I he's agree. got a great swagger. Yeah. Yeah. I just like the way he talks, the way he delivers things. I, do, very, I like, would very much like to... I don't think we necessarily got... I think we need to hold on back up just one second before we move on to. I think he had a shit childhood. I think his dad left and wasn't there. And I think like I think he was just a jaded dude who ended up like kind of pulling himself up by the bootstraps and making something of himself in comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything. They didn't talk about his childhood at all. That, that's we, probably why. There's some sort of weird thing. He's got his veneer that he, or what, that's not the right word. Yeah. I'm just not sure if we got... Now someone's probably going to email me being like what's he his, had a wonderful childhood. What's it like childhood. to be his friend? It's, Do you know what I'm saying? I, I wish we had got a little sometimes more. Sometimes I feel like I don't get to know Theo Vaughn, or I didn't. Get like to how know much of it is Tim an Dillon. act? Yeah, true. Yeah, is that what you're saying, Kamara? I think he's forming into it's so successful. He's becoming what he's becoming his, his the act. character. Just like, like they, Dice. It's funny that they talked about he never met Dice. And yeah, I yeah. thought it was a very similar. But even that, where he but was he like, he, dice, when he was he? like, Dice would have to know who I am. He'd have to be aware yeah. of my work. Right. I was like, I don't know, dude. To be honest, Dice is in his own fucking world, yeah. and he might not know who you are at all. He'd have to know who I am. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. All right, let's move on. We all like Je- Jesse. 1281. Anthony. 1287. Jeselnik. 1294. 1287. Booyah. Second time's a charm. Rich. Benoit. All right. 1289. Yeah. 
No, well, you want to skip two episodes because of this guy? No. I, I think it, we almost have to. I think we have to get rid of him and the next guy just because this episode was so fucking boring. Well, the only reason you'd listen to this is if you were thinking about buying a broken Tesla and fixing it up. That'd be the only reason to listen to this. I oh, I'll save you. I'll it save would help you. you. I'll save you the trouble. I'll save you the three hours. If you're thinking about buying a broken Tesla and fixing it up, maybe don't. Maybe wait. Buy one safe. No, I would just say wait wait 10 years till Teslas are more readily available. Well, and there's- definitely don't buy one that's been underwater. I would just say that's this. That's the takeaway from this episode. I would say the takeaway in general uh, is don't buy a Tesla unless you live in California and are wealthy. Like I would say if you live in Canada, absolutely don't buy a Tesla. It seems like they can't be serviced anywhere. Uh, also in Canada, I can't imagine they're good in the winter. I can't imagine they can read the road, the lines. They're probably there's probably a big warning that you can't use them in the winter. This was an excruciating listen. More, this more was a tough listen. More importantly, yeah, exactly. Was who is doing the fucking screening on these? No, Joe wanted this guy. In. Joe this wanted this guy. In. Was brutal, and then to throw kerosene on the fire, like. Kamar, do you want to just take it away here? Because I have written my notes right about here. Kamar must be throwing his fucking ear pods down his asshole. Why? Well, there, was, there was a couple points. Uh, Why? What was the point that got you so? Well, he says he wants to be a comedian, oh, which yeah. enrages Kamar to begin with. And then Joe backs him up and says that he's really funny. At that point, I was like, am I missing something here? Were you, have you ever watched any of his YouTube videos? No, I was solely so just go- going off of a three. But wait a second. But wait a second. At that point, I was only going off like a, I don't know, 20 a 25 minutes. minute yeah, podcast, Matt. Like, but there was a point where uh, he, uh, Joe had G'd him up and said, okay, so you're going to try comedy. He goes, I want to do hang gliding. Just yeah. out of nowhere, like he, he, he got out of control. I don't, I, I don't know if Joe was worried for himself, was just sort of well, whoa, whoa. Let's, the let's, let's back also, up a little on. further. This guy fact. admitted that he quit his job to come on the Joe Rogan show. You would too. Yeah. <laughs> what if you would? I wonder if you would. That'd be a good fight at home. Kamar, would you? I would. Yeah. If tomorrow we got the call, Kamar, and, that's and, Kamar and, would for sure. This is what I wanted to say. I've, I've been. I'm always looking for a reason to quit my job, but <laughs> um, I yeah. w- had a fear if we ever got on the show. I don't think we'll ever get on the show. We will never. And yeah, I was like, just if throw I, that out. If I got on the show, I'd have nothing to offer. But now. Everything's on the table. This guy had nothing to offer. Well, but that's the three it. of us would have nothing to offer. Well, we would have just about as much as this guy, which a is bit nothing. More, like a I, bit more, I, just way more. We have way more to offer than this. No, guy. but you know how crazy. he says. You know how Joey says. Uh, the first thing you gotta do, go to open mic, see people do so bad, and say, "Well, I won't do that bad." This guy he has hasn't now even been me. to the open mic yet. This guy has now allowed me to see. Well, guests can be that bad. <laughs> I can go on the Joe Rogan show. <laughs> <laughs> He, He's like Urkel about, who grew up to be annoying. Hey, oh, about wait, 25 wait, wait, wait. minutes in. Sorry, Matt. One second. About 25 minutes in. Because you know I'm throwing you under the fucking bus here. Oh, I didn't know that. But hold on. <laughs> 25 minutes in, he starts talking. He starts asking Joe questions. That is the dead. When you start asking Joe questions, that is the dead giveaway that there's nothing else left about you to talk about. Like you're so limited that 25 minutes in, you're already turning the tables on the interview. Sorry. You can't come back from that. No, you throw me under the bus, Matt. What are you talking about? No, I just, how long was this podcast? Three hours, three hours, three hours, three hours. Do do you remember what day it came out on by any chance? I think it was the Tuesday. It was the Tuesday. Okay. What's going on here? It took Simon four days to realize this guy was black. 
Oh, yeah, that was oh. a funny moment. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. I didn't know. I said Urkel grew up to be a normal. Yeah, when you yeah. said Urkel, that, that's yeah. what clicked. I was like, oh, my God, Simon, I didn't, Simon didn't realize this guy was black. Was a, I didn't even know. He was a, he was a, he so was, you thought Theo Vaughn was black and you thought this guy was white. Yeah, well, the first time I heard Theo. Yeah. <laughs> the, the only cool thing, but it makes sense to me, is when he said that he bought the Tesla from this guy, but he got it from an auction, so he didn't actually deal with the guy. And then that guy bought his Corvette. That, or, that yeah, was, randomly, that's that was crazy. serendipitous. And then the guy wouldn't even give him the key. Because this guy's such a fucking idiot. Yeah. That's, well, that's when he left of the story. Serendipity. He wouldn't give you the key. No, he said he couldn't find it. I annoyed the hell of him like I'm doing right now. And uh, there was no relationship to be had. Kamar, this is awesome. My notes go like this. He bought two cars from the same guy unknowingly. And then the next point is, why are we listening to this guy? Like, really, I just, he, he was very nice. But this shouldn't have been three hours on Rogan. It was neat to know um, when he was like, he contacted Tesla to try to get some help from them. Like, no, that car is bunk. We're, so you know that Tesla knows every single car. Yeah, well, where he, it is, dude, the fact that he had on. to get a jailbroken, he had to jailbreak his car just to use it is crazy. And that happens with every single car manufacturer. The, what do you mean? They're all like, I'm sure the Volkswagens are sending data. No, 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 not like, no. Not the Tesla's. To Tesla's no, but, because Kamar, what you don't realize is Tesla, for it to drive itself on the road, they all have to be connected at all times because they all learn from each other. So if your Tesla, let's say you and I are driving at the same time, your Tesla makes a mistake. Every Tesla on the road immediately learns from that mistake. Like the rats. <laughs> yeah, like the rats. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what don't I don't get me started on those fucking rats. I have such a problem with that. That's my key to space travel. The rats. Lies in that. Simon, can you remind me before the end of this that I have a, a wonderful alien um, theory for you? Well, you might get to it in like two seconds okay, because so, oh, we're sorry. about to bring up aliens. Are we? Oh, yeah. He brought up aliens yeah, briefly but, at the end. But before that, I just thought that it would be worth discussing. I know we've breezed over it a couple of times, but the John Lilly talking to dolphin acid experiment. So do you remember them talking about that yeah. in this? So we're, we always talk about that, how they do acid. Dolphins can't talk. The part we leave out is that, so it was a woman who was living with the dolphins and half her, Jerking them off. Th- a third of her, of her house was underwater, which is such a crazy concept. So she'd have like, I don't know if you ever saw the pictures, but she had like a elevated area where she would be. And then everything else was a place the dolphin would be. And yeah, she was in love with this dolphin and she was fucking jerking the dolphin off. And listen, I'm sure she was somehow having the dolphin bang her like they're. What do you mean somehow? It's not that tough to figure out. Yeah. So the dolphin was definitely banging her. I think you mean you would hope um, the dolphin was banging her. I love how you had to think. <laughs> but I, the funniest part about the whole thing to me is... The government was cool with him doing acid, giving the dolphin acid next to each other. Where they drew the line was her jacking the dolphin off. Yeah. Like the whole thing was crazy. But that's the distinction, right? It's when you. Yeah, once you start jerking nature off. Is frowned upon. Anyways. That's religion for you. Now we can move on to. But obviously they want (laughs) want the dolphins to be weaponized, right? Yeah, that's that's why they would they did that. Of that. Is it in this podcast where that? No, I think it's Callan where they talk about the dolphins. There uh, was well, it? no because they talk about the whale that they think China, Russia, Russia. The Russian spy whale, the or whatever. whale or something. Yeah. But that they were actually doing that with dolphins. Like 
It was probably the Germans because they were up to all sorts of fucking crazy <laughs> shit, man. No, seriously. Any like fancy, you know, when a uh, Dr. Evil in Austin Powers is lasers like, uh, on yeah, the sharks, lasers on the sharks. That's that was I think they took that from Hitler. He would just be sitting in his fucking uh, giant eagle throne on something. No, he was high on meth. Was it? It was meth? Yeah, yeah. It was berserker drugs. Same thing. Someone posted an old video. I think it was to Reddit the other day of like Hitler. Um, There's like an army parade in front of him. And it's just the camera fixated on him. But he's just like everyone around him is just still watching. And he's rocking back and forth, rubbing his hands. His jaws going crazy. He looks like he's. My God, you know who that sounds like? Trump. <laughs> there you go. Do you want to talk about aliens quickly? Because we don't want to give this guy too much time. Oh I would just have to say, though, I thought to myself, as soon as he brought up aliens, I was like, is Simon just getting his way every fucking episode somehow? Like, mm. I was like, this episode is terrible. Well, <laughs> and then just just for like Simon's sake, he's like, oh, yeah, by the way. But it wasn't. It's the best was it was Joe in this one who just says, so you're a scientist, which I don't think he is. But anyways, um, yeah, it was Joe was doing a U, yeah. just forcing a fucking point. And then he Worst said, subway yeah, ever. so what do you think about aliens? Yeah, thanks, Joe. I mean, so I have a theory. You have a theory. Who wants to go first? You go ahead. You sure? Because my not? theory is like huge. So maybe you want to go first. All right, fine. Mine's pretty big, too. Mine's pretty big, too. Okay, well, now we've built it up. I'll just. No, I'll, I'll go no, first. Okay, go ahead. So what did they say? Seven, six extinctions? Was that what? Uh, what Brian Callen said or someone's one of the, one of them mentioned that in the history of the world of the earth, there's been six oh, major, major extinctions. extinctions. Okay, okay. Sure. Sure. Um, been a while since there was one, obviously um, you believe that there's aliens. Obviously we we've established that over 28 episodes. Um, so if you believe that there's aliens and you believe they've come down to help us as well, that's also something that you believe then couldn't aliens potentially be blasting any asteroid on its way to earth out of existence just for the sole purpose of keeping us alive because they're watching and running experiments and shit not only that matt that those seven extinctions could have been air quotes man-made by the aliens so not man-made but directly they could be up there saying okay we don't like where this project is headed we need to start this over. Boom. Dinosaur is gone. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm with you, man. This is, it's not so crazy. Well, I wasn't going there. You really took it to a, another oh, level. Oh, sorry. Did you have somewhere else you wanted no, to No, no, that back? was it. No, you really took it to the... I was just saying that I didn't think aliens were sending meteors here to... Oh, I... I and listen, that's not... The, the, that's a well-known that's a well I, I saw that on ancient aliens i mean oh sorry yeah okay no 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 i just you're on the right track I think, uh, <laughs> this is crazy i'm know. glad you guys brought this up whoa you got something on there Come i on. was listening to cbc this weekend and nasa is currently doing a simulation of a meteor headed towards the earth and in the simulation they know it's going to hit the earth um it's a eight, group text simon don't worry about it eight years away Remember we were talking about? Yeah, yeah. So they know it's eight years away. And so the simulation now is to get something because he's saying you want to uh, hit the asteroid as far away as possible. Yeah, because the, the further away. Thing, we'll do the yeah. more. So what if you move it do? by half a degree when it's eight years away, then it'll miss the Earth by 
Precisely. Do they run like whatever, like a million different simulations to see which one is going to work? Well, I don't know how they're going to do it. Like they're not going to, it can't be eight years to see what happens, but whatever. I'm not smart enough to go, but they're currently doing that because nine years from now, there is an asteroid that will actually uh, go by the earth uh, 30,000 miles away. That's pretty close. It's actually happening. Imagine if an asteroid took out the moon. That would be fucking nuts. That would be nuts. Okay. My theory. Your theory, sure. Yeah. Okay. So, like Matt so eloquently put, Joe has a renewed interest in aliens. He, I mean, he has categorically now stated that he thinks aliens exist. He's talking about it all the time. He's watching the documentaries. He had that meeting with Von Daniken, remember? Mm-hmm. I think he learned something in that meeting. No, hear me out. Okay. The tinfoil yarmulke so is on, he folks. Said, he said that he had lunch with him and a bunch of other people. I can go back to my notes. I think he, he called it like a power lunch or whatever. He said they met for like six hours. He didn't give us any information on what he learned. I think he got something really, really juicy. So juicy that it's made him have to reevaluate his whole negative stance against, you know. That's Arkham's razor for me. Occam's? It's Occam's. Arkham, Occam. Arkham is the Who asylum the ever? in, in Gotham. <laughs> I don't know what it means. You guys just use it. Um, so anyways, yeah, no, that, that's, that that's my sense. theory is that Joe... Got so- he knows something and he found it out about at a lunch two and a half months ago and he's putting out to every guest if they say what he says he's gonna go we'll talk after well he actually said I don't know if it again if it was in this one or in Callen where he said if I did know anything I would tell everybody <coughs> I could never keep that information to myself that's what every shill would so say so if the government is planning to tell me anything no. That I'm going to tell everyone right away. That's exactly what you would say if they told you something. You would go out of your way to say, I would never do that. I never cheat at risk. Guaranteed that person's cheating at risk. Every week we sit down, you just get a little bit deeper. Just a little bit. It's like you're in the conspiracy quicksand. And it's not going to be long. I give it two years until you're full-blown... Fulroy like, Neary making a that's fucking it. statue out of mashed potatoes. Yeah, like Mel Gibson driving a cab, spitting your shit off to anyone oh, that'll listen. listen. Don't compare me to Mel Gibson. No, the character right? in the conspiracy oh, theory I movie, see. not gotcha. actually Mel Gibson. Um, I, yeah, you're you're getting there, man. You are, you're like, you're, I don't know, you're level one in the- uh, You're one new, in new the, story away from full Richard Dreyfus. Well, yeah. speaking of news stories, how about uh, the Navy? A massive increase in uh, UFO sightings by they, like they're all, Listen, it, you might want to discount Bigfoot. That's up to you. You might want to not believe in the Loch Ness monster. Why Joe says or, big, or Bigfoot think, existed one hundred percent. Think magic is a is a, a giant hoax. But you better believe in aliens. Did you just say Matt? Did you just say you can think magic is a giant hoax? I don't remember what I said, Matt. Um, anyways, yeah, this is what it's like. You better believe in aliens because they're coming. And you're gonna, you just, you're gonna look stupid. I believe. I know you believe, Kamar. 
All right, Kamar, what do you rate this episode? Oh, I, oh we're done. I just want to yeah. say, I just want to say the low point for me was when, um, and Joe Rogan used to push a lot, but uh, he doesn't so much. He pushes the float tank on the guy, and the guy goes, "What if someone steals my clothes while I'm in the tank?" He he was so weird, Kamar. And he at was that so point, weird. <laughs> I wanted to jump into the podcast, yeah. and strangle the yeah. man. And I'm not even violent, yeah. And there was some conspiracy they- that the thing wasn't live because if it was live, someone would have gone down there, and someone would have got hurt. You know, also hold Kamar, on. Kamar, that, that wait, enraged wait, wait, me too. Wait, wait. I was like, "Are wait. you serious? Who do you? Tony's here watching your shit." Hold on, that's hold on. Who's not, that's oh, no, he was talking guys. about going to a public Look, one. Guys, someone steals yeah. your clothes. Yeah. That was his problem. It you're was also a problem. you're also talking about a guy that stayed in a hostel. He's going on Joe Rogan and he stayed in a hostel well, in Los Angeles. He just quit his job. Like I'm not taking that. He had to do what he had to do. That doesn't mean that somebody's going to steal his shit. When Simon, go- <laughs> I'm talking to how cheap the guy was. He obviously oh, was see. that yeah, kind of person. You. Like, if you're going to L.A. for two days to go on Joe Rogan, just splurge. Spend $600 on a fucking hotel or a room. fucking like, Airbnb. Thank you. Well, I can tell you this. Well, what about the hostel with the bags of weed? No, it's for you. Smoke what did he, did he? Oh, yeah. What the fuck was that all about? Did Just, he take a bus to Joe Rogan's studio? Like We've all agreed that we're never going to get onto Joe Rogan. That just is simply never going to happen. No, no, I, I'm agreeing with what Unless you said. Unless one of us becomes a serial killer. I said, I'm agreeing with what you said earlier. I also know that if we did get on to Joe Rogan, which will never happen, we would also have very little to say. But I can guarantee I can guarantee you this. I can guarantee you this. That if I was on there and I ran out of things to say, I would ask Joe way better fucking questions than this guy asked him. First of all, you asked him every boilerplate question there is. Let me ask you. You just said we would have nothing to talk about. You could talk to Joe about aliens and Bigfoot and Egypt for fucking three hours alone without Kamar and I getting a word in. Yeah, I just meant more about like, how long can we talk about my life? Ten minutes and then we talk about aliens for two and a half hours. I'm not that. That's fine. That's true. Your life less than five minutes. Kamar's got some great stories. Oh, I've I got can, some, I stories some stories that could, yeah, we could go on for sure. Never fix the car. Again. Okay, can you up. rate the episode then, Simon, please, so we can please move both on. both of you. Wow. He thinks very um, little of us. That's it? We're leaving this? Yes. Oh, we're, it's just a bash fest anyways. Yeah. We didn't yeah. think highly of this guy. To oh, say the least. No, did no, either of you watch that um, just before we go? Okay, go ahead. Did either of you watch that video of the hand glider? No. Hand gliding without being yeah. attached to the hand glider? That's like it's my terrifying. ultimate fear. Did like I ever tell Well, did I ever tell you that roller coaster story? Did we talk about this on the podcast? I was on one of those like pirate ships that go upside down and the thing had like a kink in it. So you know how it clicks 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 the strap? So I guess on the whatever last click, it just didn't click Lock. into place. So it clicked a little bit while we were up there, and I was convinced that I was going to die. Anyways, Especially when you're vert? Yeah, well, it was upside down. I thought I was done. Yeah, that's whatever. exciting. Well, I almost fell out of a roller coaster when I was eight. I don't even remember what we were talking Oh, the hang glider, right. Oh, sorry. Just rate the episode. Terrifying. I give this episode a... Wah, fuck. I would give it as a one... But they talked about aliens, so I'm going to give it a 1.5. Shane Dorian was definitely better than this guy. Way better. Way better. Much better. <laughs> Shane Kamar, Dorian was like Elon Musk. I give it a 1.5. I'm trying to think, what episodes have we given ones to? Steven and Gary got a zero or like a 0. 0.5. 
which is crazy because it was actually entertaining when I think back to it. If you're into Teslas, you I'm might just trying to think of what episodes. Not this one. He's saying Stephen. I'm saying which even. episodes have we given ones to? Because I'm trying to think like, was this worse than those episodes? Mm, it was really bad. Yeah, I, I, I guess a one. I can't What's overthink like being it. High? I can't overthink it. I'll give it a one. Yeah. I think it was oh my one. god, Kamara is reminding me of all the things I hated about this yeah, episode. Just, Final thoughts on this guy, Kamara. This is your chance to be nice to him. Hey man, you gotta do what you gotta do. This guy's living on his dream and following it. I just hope he never makes it as a stand-up comedian. Uh, I got news for you. This guy's never making it as a stand-up comedian. So. There it is. So dreams come true. And uh, my <laughs> final thoughts on this guy are: you know, really, he seemed like the nicest of guys. Yeah. You cannot say he was not a nice dude. I just don't think he belonged on the Joe Rogan. But show. I feel he told his wife, "I'm going to LA for two days." She was like, "Go for two weeks. Take some time." Well, because she wanted to have. An affair, obviously. I don't right, want to go that far. Maybe she just wants some time away from him asking stupid questions. I'm sure that's where you are headed. But on that note, on that somber note, let's move on. Matthew, you still with us here? Yeah. A podcast like this brings out the worst of us. All right. 1288. Oh, shit. It got worse. John Reap. No, it de- let's just right away compare John Reap to that last one because it was way better. If you're comparing the two podcasts, listen on, on two things alone, this podcast is better than that whole, like on the Robert Kraft story alone made this podcast way better than the Tesla than rich Benoit. Fair enough. Could you believe that? That Kamar? was a good story. Tell that story. I, well, okay. I mean, I the, assume people the are going to story. To yeah. That was with Callan. He told reap as well. That wasn't with Callan. It was with reap. Okay, they told it again, but okay. Well, he brought it back up with Cal, but it was Reap. They were talking about how hardcore Russians were. It was with Reap that he first that they told the story. A hundred percent. Oh no, he's right. It might have been with Callan. No, it was both. It was. I swear, it was both. I listened to Callan today. That's the only reason I know that. Well, I'm gonna have to pull um, it up. Either way, the fact that Putin straight up stole Robert Kraft's fucking Super Bowl ring. And that the U.S. basically made him just like roll over and be like, but he, he didn't steal it like that. He jacked it. <laughs> yeah, and may I see this ring? Yeah, right off his pocket, of him. walks away. Yeah, you took my ring. I don't know, we'll know what the ring you talk of. Yeah, I could not. I I could. I still can't believe that. No, oh, I like how the government. He says that the government said that uh, he should just go with it and say that it was a gift. It would be better for uh, political, yeah, diplomatic relations. Yeah, insane. It just shows how badass Putin is. Now I'm now I'm just confused whether that was this episode or. Uh... Dude, did I miss? He t- Joe said bowling is a dumb game. Mm-hmm. Oh no. He did. Oh my no. friend, he did. Oh, no. Okay, so John Reap. Let's start. Uh, he had a Suzuki sidekick. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. I said, this, I said this to Simon that I could not believe that after doing that many Hemi commercials, they wouldn't look into what he was driving. Like, Well, let's just say he's the Hemi guy. Yeah. He's the Hemi guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I used to love Suzuki sidekicks. What? Yeah. I used to think they were so cool as a kid. I don't know why. I just was it because of LL Cool J? Like I like the name. I just I don't know. Seemed like a neat little mini, yeah, little mini SUV yeah. thing. Turns out that they roll like motherfuckers. Garbage. So you can't garbage. take them off road because the second you get on uneven ground, they tip. If you turn fast, they're like the uh, the Suzuki Sidekick is the three wheeler of the car world. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it might be. Kamar, you might be Dangerous. right about Callan. I, I, I only yeah, know because no, I listen to you. You are Kamar. I do believe you are right. Hmm. 
Um, first time for everything. So that this guy had no stories. What do you think of uh, Uber saving lives? I disagree. <laughs> Did you hear them talk about that though? For drunk driving. Yeah. Because this guy got a DUI. Just letting uh, so many people get rides easier. Do you ever, you know, he had a bad DUI, this guy. It, it, he does not talk about it. He just says, I got a DUI, let's move Did on. Did he say he got a DUI? Yeah. I don't remember him saying that. What is that. a bad DUI versus a, like, Kamar, did he kill someone I don't someone remember drunk? him saying that. I think Joe would have asked him about it. No? Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Why do you think he talked about what, it? That's though? what they talk about, why Uber is such a good service to get home drunk. No, he just said it out of the blue. No, yeah, sure. I don't know if that's why... Uh, and they act like cabs didn't exist for fucking 100 years before Uber. Well, they're just a pain in the ass. Granted, I mean, they are a pain in the ass. You know what I mean? Sure. You but used to phone a cab company. It was like, yeah, we'll send a cab when we can. You know, they had the whole monopoly. They would send a cab when they could. Okay. My point, though, is like if you're drinking at a bar, there's cabs everywhere. Listen, I'm not I'm not I don't think that it's like I'm just saying heavily I don't think- influencing the numbers, but it, it probably does make it, you know, somebody who I don't know who knows if Uber and it's sta- just an app on your phone. If Uber started so offering easy. if Uber started offering discount or free rides to people that were drunk, then I would be on board. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I then, just, there's know, some weird psychology of the lack of physical physical transaction you have to do with the Uber that I get it. Really but people love. fuck Uber. They're a billion dollar corporation that doesn't pay anyone shit and they make tons of money and they don't own anything. I wish I invented Uber. They talked about uh, Taxi Cab Confession. You remember that show? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Which then led me to start thinking about Cash Cab. And I still contend that I think I would do very well on Cash Cab. I think you crack under the pressure. I think you get nervous. It depends. It would depend. It would very much depend who was in the cab with me. I'm sure you kill on Cash Cab when you're watching it. But when you're in that cab and the first time the lights go off, because they'll give you easy questions. The first one. Well, I've always wanted to know two things. The first is what if I get lucky enough that I'm standing in downtown <laughs> Toronto or Vancouver or New York? Cause they had it in New York too. Started in New York. Yeah. And the cash cab pulls up and I'm going to like the airport or, you know what I mean? Like I'm going somewhere fucking far. So the further you go, the more questions about money. Well, that's in. it. So there's two options. I'm going super far and I'm a fucking genius. And I'm just racking up like, like they're like, oh my God, they're sweating. Like, okay, the $20,000 question. Or do they let you out literally on the highway, like on the way to the airport? Because they have to, you know, they kick you out. We gotta, you get it, we gotta, the show's got to go. Yeah. <laughs> For saying. all we know, there might be like a whole screening process before Prop, they ever get picked be. up. I'm sure. How they, many blocks are you going? 60? Perfect. You know, they, they do you mind being dropped off anywhere? No. Yeah, they, give you a voucher for a taxi. No, I, d- I don't going. think that's how it's happening, though. Of I think it's not. legitimately they're being picked up. Or that's what I'm believing in my head the same way I believe in dragons. Create your own narrative. No, I think it's like Kamar. They they flag a cab down and then a production team rolls up and is like, listen, uh, this is the cash cab, you know, and then they act all fucking surprised. I think we do worse why than do we you, think, Simon. Why do you think there's a production team, though? Because there's got to be a camera in the van? First of all, you can always see, they're always trailing them in another van yeah. and you can always see when they pull over to let them out that there's another van there with guys with cameras that get out and like talk to them. Plus, like they have to sign the waiver. We already established that, or they established that. Yeah, this whole thing is falling apart in front of my eyes. Oh, you never want to talk about any reality TV because no, there's so much more to it. But like he was saying, I also don't... They brought you want up to keep a, your facade going. They brought up a really good point. I don't understand how you can sign a waiver when you're drunk. I don't see how that holds up in court. Like, if you're on taxicab confessions, hammered, and you talk about the time you, I don't know, ate some girl's ass and she shit in your mouth, 
and then you sign a waiver and the next day you wake up and you're like wait what did i say what did i do like yeah, I don't know. There's got to be some. I don't know. Okay, fine. I'm Simon not, doesn't want to talk. Well, about no, I'm just not. It's not I aliens just, or animals fucking, I, so he's just moving just, on. I'm just not a lawyer, and I have no idea what the logistics are. Yeah, but you're a Jew, so I figured you'd. Well, in that case, I think <laughs> um, back to bowling. Oh yeah, Joe thinks it's so. A terrible yeah, they game. shit talk bowling. That kind of sucked. Um, Especially the bowling you guys prefer. No, they were talking about candlestick bowling. Which is that is, what you do? No, no, we do five pin with yeah, a candlestick ball. Same ball, but the pins I think they use for candlestick pulling are like even thinner. So they're, it's an even harder game, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say. You only see. respect it if you put your fingers in the ball. Well, at least then it's like your finger fucking bowl something. Bowl and bowl. Sorry, bowl what? Bowl and ball. Joe, only respect it if you put your fingers in the ball. Is that what he said? My dad used to bowl and put his fingers in the ball like a man. Well, Kamara. Did you say your dad used to bowl like that? No, Joe did. I don't know my dad. <laughs> well, you know your stepdad. He did not ever bowl in my lifetime. Isn't he missing a finger now too? Well, that's <laughs> that is what I'm driving <laughs> oh, at yeah, here. Yeah. He'd be the perfect <laughs> yeah. bowler. He might be built to bowl. He's though. built now to bowl. He's like a cyborg He's bowler. He's got a special ball with I'm just two get holes. Them. Get on the uh, circuit. Yeah. So you've never heard of this candlestick bowling though, Matt? I thought no. maybe as a. I don't know what a bowler. They brought up how because uh, the only good thing about bowling is that they made the movie Kingpin, and they were wondering if um, it still holds up or is it too crude. I think it might still hold up. How the fuck did bowling even come up with us again? Like, why did we start bowling this year? Uh, just looking for something to do. As a, Fair enough. It's part of getting a, old as a group with the ladies. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's you right. Guys, uh, we do lawn bowling. Too. We did. I did it last year with Mecca. Well, now that's nice. And then they talk about high lie which just is a weird matrix moment for Matt and I, because we were just talking about highlight. Yeah. We seen the highlight documentary. No, there's a highlight documentary. Well, how highlight was made by like cocaine dealers. They're making league to, to throw cocaine across the board. No, no, <laughs> it was all for gambling. It was all for gambling. Yeah, no, yeah. To launder money. Yeah. Yeah. So it didn't matter what the sport was, but they thought it was gonna be cool. Isn't but it? I in, thought- hey, it's in Mad Men where the guy who invents highlight is wants to be, yeah. Wants to use Don Draper to... Uh, but even crazier, you know what just dawned on me? I thought it was super cool. This is yeah, the absolute... Wait, this is the absolute most Matrix of Matrix moments. Oh, wait. Highlight is also a main feature in Donnie Brasco. Where, of course, they say Fugazi oh, all yeah, right. the fucking time. And that was the biggest Matrix moment And that is the biggest Matrix time. moment we have ever had on this show. If you're an avid listener and you go back to like the first five episodes, because we didn't really keep it going... The Matrix moments were things that we mentioned that then Joe mentions on the show. The Matrix moments in the Eddie Izzard episode is the biggest ever when Joe describes the meaning of Fugazi. I can't tell you how many fucking Instagram messages and emails I got from people being like, why do you guys use that word so much? Is it a Canadian thing? Nope. There it's you go. Crazy. And Joe knew the actual definition. Yeah, Joe went deeper why. into it. Yeah. Fugazi cab company. <laughs> Incredible Matrix moment. Yeah, that in was, fucking that was incredible. Crazy. Are you sure that was Izzard or it was with Izzard? Because he questioned what Fugazi was. Izzard was, was the was Fugazi. With, no, no, it was, was definitely Izzard. It was yeah. definitely. But Izzard. what I was saying though was to, to the highlight point. Just bring it full three sixty. Yeah, in Donnie Brasco, 
Hialeye was like the main focal point of one of the, the scams is, they were running. That is crazy. That really... really we're, we are definitely living in a matrix. <laughs> <laughs> There's no doubt about it. Well, you guys can't say that. Well, you can say that. You um, can't say that of all the other stuff you don't believe. Joe talking about... I believe in the matrix more than anything. I'm the one that's Joe wrong is that. possible in the matrix. Joe talking about uh, baseball, though. Or, sorry, basketball, where he's saying... Um, and, you know, the free throws they take. And he's talking about three-pointers. So Jamie can't figure out what he's oh, talking yeah, yeah. about. It's just, it's hard. I find every time yeah, Joe I know, mentions I know. sports. That was just for you. <laughs> and music. And music. It, just the thought of him dancing with <laughs> Tiffany Haddish in the parking lot. Yeah. It wasn't a bad episode. It was just, he's a yokel. it was a pedestrian episode. You know, John there Reeps really a wasn't a lot going on. I was hoping he was really like shrewd and like, a, but he's just, but a, that's all I got. I mean, he was he's a funny just, dude. He's like, a good I, old boy. I he, thought, yeah. Little, little riff heavy. Yeah, and whatever. It, it was in, um, the the Yeltsin Putin or the Putin thing is in the, the in the last one. Okay, yeah. With Callum, sorry. Yeah, no, no, don't. It's it's all good. It's all good. So uh, yeah, but that's all I got for this guy. Well, I guess we'll move on. We you got. Like I mean, that? we still got two episodes yeah. to cover. So, so John well Reed was the Hemi guy. He's a comedian and he's just living his best life. Get on Rogan. Yeah, we got to rate it. Rate it, Simon. Uh, I will give him a a two. I'll give the episode a two. Kamar. Don't respond to these group emails. Don't. I give the episode a uh, a two. Yeah, I can't give it anymore. He's copied me on everyone. Um, I mean, I I feel bad giving it a two because to me this was like the ultimate middle of the road podcast. Simon, don't pay attention. He's obviously getting up and walking away. I'm in the middle of talking, and you're distracted by him. You know how insulting that is. I don't know. Why don't you tell me how insulting it is? Very. It's very insulting. Go on. Because I'm on. still here engaging. And then I'll look. And now you're doing it again. Oh, I'm doing it again. Well, do you think he knows you're looking at him? I'm, I'm hoping he's going to go further up the stairs. He's not. He's coming back. I got it. Great. Are you going to rate this episode? Well, I was in the middle of explaining to you where I was at with the rating. Man, this episode has really gone downhill. I'm so do sorry. It, I thought it was a spot. Yeah, I'm fucking asshole. Do it. Rate it. Like I said... It, it didn't seem like a bad episode. It didn't seem like a good episode. It just, it was an episode. It seemed like filler. So for that, I would, I would say like a 2.5. I, I qualified know. it as pedestrian. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't want to shit on this episode. So no. 2.5 middle of the road. If you didn't listen to it, you're not missing anything. If you listen to it, you're probably not taking too much away from it. Unless you love the Hemi guy. Final thoughts on him as an individual, Kamar? Nice fun. Yeah, nothing bad to say. No, really nice couldn't. guy. Seem like, we'll give him, seem we'll like give a salt him a, of the earth human. A, a solid four as a gentleman. All right, Eddie Izzard, speaking of gentlemen. <sighs> That's how you want to go into this one. <laughs> this um, is very interesting. Number 1289, Edward Izzard. And Joe even says at the end, do I call him a he or she? We never got around to discussing that. Well, no, it's because he fucked up because the, in the intro, I, uh, he, he gives him a solid he. Yeah. Like three of them. He's but like, again, they do, she never or he never, whatever. There was no qualification of what Eddie Izzard wanted to be called. I don't think he cares. Well, there That's the go. gist I got. Yeah. And I, I could be generalizing here. He didn't come off. Again, the, the way he was whole, the, and I thought it was weird the way he kept saying boy and girl, but he's like, I've got girl mode and boy yeah, mode. I, it didn't seem like he was stuck on one or the other or let he would get hung up on. He, um, when critics or whoever pundits, whoever will ask him, you know, 
why do you wear women's clothes? His answer is always just well, it's not women's clothes. I'm wearing I'm wearing clothes. Yeah. I'm wearing the clothes that I which want is, which to wear. be honest, I thought was an interesting. I was like, okay, sure. Well, uh, he's had to give that answer since 1985. I had no idea. I had no idea that first of all, I didn't know Eddie Izzard was transgender. Really? That I had no fucking. That's clue. the only thing I knew about him. So I was going to say that was one of the very few. <laughs> I've watched him on, I watched the whole series that he was in. Um, Can we smoke some of that joint? Yeah. As, as an actor. Mm-hmm. About grifters. They're, it's him and that girl from, um, uh, how do you like these apples? You know, that no. one with Matt Damon. Goodwill to Skyler. Mini Driver. Mini Driver, thank you. They Skyler draw. is her name in the movie. Anyways. Um, oh yeah, so when I saw... It, like I'll go to Joe Rogan's Instagram to see the picture of who may be coming up. And you saw him in full woman guard well, holding s- the sword. I, it, from a distance, it was, uh, it looked like, um, who was the prime minister of Britain? Margaret Thatcher holding a samurai sword. I thought it was going to be like some British pundit, or I thought maybe it was like the former, um, uh, Brexit lady who just got ousted or whatever, and then she's still in a little. Once, I, whatever. Point is, I it wasn't. It was him. Yeah. I just, yeah, that was how little I knew. You know, I just had no idea. Anyways, it was a, it was a fine episode, and well, do, but, and like I said, since 1985, he she has been trying to give that answer. Did so. you look on the comments of that post? I did, and Matt told me about. There was them, tons though. of like, who? Sorry, I'm not watching this one. Yeah, like, all these people checking. Well, I out. mean, I certainly didn't do that. Oh, the left is one. He's just coming to the left. It was just, it was really crazy. Again, not- this is just a person who's. Yeah, it was a really good episode too. It was a fine episode. Well, he, Eddie Izzard, Boy George is my argument that like, I think the world has accepted transgender for years. See, again, I had no idea that boy, that was the stance Boy George was taking. And that's why he called himself Boy George. Like I just, as a kid, when Karma Chameleon was a thing. Yeah. That I just didn't know. But did you think that you didn't think either way about it? That's wrong, well, or my, they my can't do that. Point Excuse is, me. that's not why I didn't know. That's why he got. Fa- is that why he got famous? I don't think so. He got famous because he was a, rock, a musician. And, right? uh, yeah. Eddie Izzard was hilarious and talented. Yeah. Anyways, I just, I just, I was surprised by the vitriol on the the comment section. I, I like would Eddie never be surprised by the vitriol in no. the comment section. Right. Remember, a lot of the people who follow Joe. Well, this is it. It really gave you an idea of people that do listen to Joe Rogan. But there were tons of comments and saying, "Look at all these people like bashing them." You know what I mean? There's, there's both sides. You're talking about a massive demographic, like. But just his photo would bother somebody. That's I. I, I was yeah, actually surprised. I, I don't get it. I mean, man. I knew who he was, so it wasn't like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" I go, oh, it's Eddie Izzard. That's interesting. I mean, my problem with him has nothing to do with being transgender. It's all those fucking marathons. Like, you got to have a fucking screw loose. Well, he's what the world over. 25 marathons. 27. 25 days. Whatever the fuck it was. But it was for a reason. So you know what fucked me up is I was having trouble with this. What was the reason? For the 27 years Mandela. 27 years Mandela spent. Yeah. My problem was this. (sighs) This is what was fucking me up the whole time. That's at least a reason. What, What kept fucking me up was I was like. I was like, they don't run marathons every day. Where is this guy this, finding a this marathon? Was a problem I had. And then I realized I was like, oh, he's just running the equivalent of a marathon every day. No, no, he was running marathons. No, he was not. 
he what he did run a few marathons simon if you google right now marathons do you think there's one running every day in africa for 27 days straight i think okay sorry now just i i might be super foolish here i thought there was like a group of marathons going all around in africa at that time that's why they go down there to run that junket i don't believe that's it he also oh listen if that's not the case cam haynes runs a marathon a day oh yeah, well, we know yeah, you said that who fucking cares three dude do you not remember eddie Izzard specifically said he said one day i couldn't finish so I ran the next day. I ran a full marathon plus another half. Well, I thought that meant that he was anyway. No, it just meant that he just kept running. Okay, Kamar seems to be finding out for us. We'll have to we'll we'll wait on that. There was one issue when he talked about Either running way. marathons when he said he had to hop in the car to drive somewhere. Yeah, so I caught that too. That was sort of weird. Again, I thought he gave up on that marathon, and that meant he had to do two marathons in one day to make up for this one. So that let me he ask you again: When do they run two marathons in a day, in a single day? Again, maybe he was running a marathon in. Well, I can give you an example, Matt. Okay. During the Ottawa race weekend, yeah, they could potentially, like, I know they run. Yeah, they have a 10K, a 5K, uh, yeah, and a full. Right. Okay. So theoretically, there could be... That's a small one. But, Maybe like okay, the Boston Marathon out, has more than one marathon running in a day. I don't know. Well, don't I'll know. tell you why it can't. A kid's one It can't and an because one. It, it's like a five-hour thing, right? They have to let the, the worst people finish, and it takes them around five hours. So you can't run two marathons Well, in let's a day. put it this way. If he goes to Boston <sighs> and runs the Boston Marathon... Yep. And then the next day yep. runs the exact same route again as the Boston Marathon. I guess I'll cut him some slack on that one. What's the difference? If you run 26 miles, what's know. the difference? Because uh, you're running the exact days. route in the exact same circumstances as opposed to running that marathon in your hometown where you know all the hills. I don't know, man. I'm I'm just saying, Simon, I mean, even then, like, I don't care. (laughs) I just don't know. Like as we're discussing this, I just, uh, my whole point was whether, okay, here, let's put it this way. I retract what I said under no circumstances. Do I think it's a good idea to run that many marathons? Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm not saying I understood it. I just, I, I know why he did it and it's his thing. Whatever. 43 marathons, I think he said. Yeah, he ran a lot. Yeah. That does make more sense though, what you're saying. My way would be very difficult logistically. I will say It would this. be a lot of private jet flying. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's what I figured he was doing. No. Like finishing the Boston. He's not that Jumping rich. on private his private helicopter, dude. getting to like San no, Diego no, and running crazy. that marathon. That's what I thought he might have meant. Yeah, it does, what I thought it doesn't really say. I the, think it was oh, just The horses. same way like that guy who wanted to break the climbing record. Uh, summited Everest and then flew to the other one was already acclimated to the that's different though he did it because he was acclimated I get it but in my mind that's how they were doing it flying Eddie Izzard all over it says here which I don't think they discuss on the podcast that he spent an hour in an ice bath every night but he raised 1.5 million dollars doing it so wait you brought up a good point my mom so my aunt uh, like 15 years ago got breast cancer and she survived it and she then became Canada's largest uh, fundraiser for breast cancer. And she did it through running marathons. She was never a runner. She started running marathons. So then one year, 
my grandfather flew us all to Ireland so that she could run the Dublin Marathon. And my mom was like, well, if she's going to run it as for solidarity, I'm going to run it with her. And then a bunch of my family jumped in. They were like, we're all going to run this marathon. Some of them were marathon runners. Some of them weren't. Like my aunt, my other aunt has done the Iron Man. Simon seems so bored. I'm sorry. I'm, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm killing you with the story. I'm listening. Point being, my mom trained for this marathon for six months on a treadmill in our basement. We fly to Dublin. She runs this marathon. And I've never seen a human being so depleted or close to death in my fucking life. She couldn't walk for three days. Like the thought of her waking up the next day and potentially running another marathon. It's not. Well, that he says to your point, he says that after like the sixth marathon, you're past that wall, you know? Yeah. And I get that, but I'm just saying, I don't even know how you would get up on your feet the next day. A lot of fucking minus the ice bath. It said here though, he was doing a brisk jog in a, consistent walk and was doing them in around five hours that's what that's what that's the other point i was going to make but it, again is it were they marathons or were they just that distance every well simon that's what a marathon is distance, distance. It say that's all it is different marathons set up in every town around south africa it doesn't it doesn't say that so you know why because confirm you know why because there that's aren't 20 was. because there aren't 27 fucking towns that run 27 concurrent fucking marathons in africa but there could be this year just it'd be done well, it would be like a different marathon every day in a different town. But there's there's no, there's no talk of They're other not running competitors at the same time. Matt. I understand that, Simon. Simon. There's no talk of other competitors in the marathons or anything like that. So I'm thinking, mm-hmm. meaning he said in the episode okay, that he's just running in the countryside once alone. We have more time, and in the post show, oh we'll let God. everybody know. It's all good. Oh, I um, think you're spot on, but yeah. The well, last I, I don't take anything away from it, though. Nope. Simon does for some reason. He still ran 26, no, 27 just, miles a day. Oh, like, I still think it's crazy. Yeah, It's just not how I imagined it in my head. Uh, um, well, it just seemed you made it seem like it took away. He's from He's having he cognitive dissonance right I now. Mean, okay. I mean, it takes back. away from what I thought he did. But I mean, flying on private cushy jets. No, running. I think running in the marathon as opposed to just running a marathon by yourself and walking and whatever. Or but it never crossed your mind that that's, you geez, But you know that, that in a that's marathon, a lot of marathons. But Simon, even with other know. people around you, you can still walk in a marathon. You'd right? be embarrassed. No, a lot of people. You'd be embarrassed. I think people would be embarrassed. You've obviously never seen Especially a Especially if you're Eddie Izzard, you like got to keep well, up. Well, boys, the... would you guys do a 5K with me? No. There's fuck, a 5K no, coming no, up. Fuck no. No, no thanks. Um, I'll raise money for a 5K, but if you think... Uh, dude, Kamar, I can't run around the block. I know. It's amazing. You I get though. winded. You can't, no, you I can't. can't. I have, have asthma? I have zero. My cardio is like a minus four. Like if I went into a gym tomorrow to do jujitsu, I think they'd politely ask me to leave. I love to see how red of the face you got. It's not red in the face. I th- I'll throw up and then I pass out. Those you, are the two. You get red in the face, then you throw up, and well, then you pass out. You'll see. Can you believe that the last Japanese soldier to surrender was in 1975? That's intense. That's man. intense. Like the, I always thought that was an uh, old wives' tale, you know? No, it makes sense. That guy who lived on the island and thought the war was still going on. It's crazy. Dude, they were suicide bombers. Like I just, I, I, I know it's possible, obviously, because it happened. But just when you stop and think about that for a second. It's admirable, I think. I bet there were so many fucking Nazis well, in South America. Thought, Motherfuck, this is the longest war ever. But was he ever like, fuck, where's my fucking crew? Yeah, he must have been He bummed. must have thought everyone died. He must have been bummed when he found out they were all in Argentina. But why is he totally out of touch with anyone else in his army? It's 1975. What, what what exactly was going on on this island? Who knows? They must have been doing some real secret fucking shit out there. 
Oh my god. What else you have for Eddie? And that's gonna change shut down culture that all these wars between countries have happened and we've moved on, you know what I mean? It's it's so weird how we're stuck in it. Well, they talk about Vietnam and how they're just like It's amazing how talented he is that he does uh I don't comedy in three languages. He does comedy. I don't think he does stand up the way he described what he he does now is like it is No, it's a show stand up comedy because he's standing up there and he's being funny. British shows. But he literally works out it yeah, just, it's not stand up in the. He, he doesn't have punchlines and setups. He just thinks pedantically, and he he's improvised over so to, many years. The amount of times he mentioned chickens, I was like, "How many chicken jokes does this guy have up his fucking sleeve?" But but it's just the, the repetition. Well, they all have funny. to be timeless, and I guess chickens are timeless. Well, I, They're I, never going out of style. I, I do a Roman I joke because it's timeless. I, think um, maybe. I like when he said escapology because right away I'm like, yeah. I don't think that's a word. <laughs> it's a word. Yeah, totally. It's the art of escaping. Didn't uh, Joe challenge it? Yeah. 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 Both Joe, Joe is very. Both Joe and it. I challenged it. And then, yeah, like Matt said, the biggest Matrix moment of all time for us was that Fugazi. That was. I actually thought they were fucking with me at that point. You know? Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Like, I thought the fucking guy running the Matrix was just reaching right out and going hey simon go fuck yourself dude i was doing work in my living room with the headphones in and i fucking stood up and was like are you fucking kidding me i was like this is incredible what episode was it there was some episode this week and i can't i wish i could well, it's I, either this one or Callan. no no no. it oh. might have been one of the past ones where i can't remember what it was but joe asked jamie a question and jamie just goes i don't fucking know and I was like, yes, Jamie, about time. Like he, you could tell that it was something so far out of his realm that he was like, I can't even look that up, nor am I going to bother. I don't remember. Usually I write those down. It's, oh, one, it's one of the best things when Jamie laughs on Mike. I, eh? I, I oh, I love it. You know, yeah. he tell, he's just lost. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's trying to fucking bridle it. <laughs> I like his quote that was, um, again, I'm going to butcher this, but it was something along the lines. You know, there's a of, rewind button, right? You can rewind the. This is what I want to say when he said, I didn't get the Jesuit question. Yeah, I know. I was like, you just hit 10 back. seconds back. Uh, and you it can- <laughs> involve me doing work. No, I just, you it's, know, even if I go back and sometimes I don't write it down exactly how they said it. Yeah, oh, I can I really quickly too? Mary, like your Mary this week was listening to one of our episodes and she goes, um, this week's episode was weird. And I go, why? She goes, you guys were talking so fast. I go, you're she talk- was listening on two times. Yeah, I go. What are you talking about? We were talking. We're talking at a normal rate of speed. And she's like, No, no, you guys were like ripping through this episode. And my voice still sounded manly. <laughs> no, but she played it. And I was like, This sounds ridiculous. I, I'm going to start listening to Joe's podcast. I like that. The to ones, Joe up there. the ones that I don't think I'm going to enjoy, like Rich Benoit. That's going times oh, two really next want time. Think someone's stupid. Slow it down, and they sound like they're having his jokes <laughs> as they get through the words. I'd like to listen to Uncle Joey like that. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Simon. What were you saying? Uh, you the quote was. This is either the last century for mankind or the first century for mankind. It's the last. I thought that was interesting. Without a doubt, it's the last. It doesn't matter. We're not cleaning this shit up. Or we're the only or species. Like Kamar thinks, we're going to get to AI and then that's going to get us through the next 600 years. No, I, I said s- it before, I said it again, it's one or the other. I yeah. still stand well, by that's the fact. what he said, pretty much. I still stand by the fact that AI would kill us immediately. They would have no, they would have no other choice. What, think about it. What other organism has the common sense enough to understand like true balance? Like if a species gets out of control, 
we step in and we control it across the board every time this happens in the world maybe we're just sure to have the fail safe of we don't and we haven't we've proven that we don't we've destroyed we're destroying no 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 i'm saying to put it into the ai that no matter what at all costs before you turn on us you turn on yourself but that's what i'm saying is the ai so every time the ai would just fail that would be the worst that happened sorry kamar go ahead what if the ai is able to solve all the unsolvable mysteries and go back and be able to trace up and say, okay, that's how these guys got here. Yeah, this but is just, what has to happen or, to change. Or, or we already, don't need to eradicate you. We can just fix you. Or see if, that civ- civilizations grow, sperm become so technology would, advanced. To just get rid of crumble. us at this point seems counter productive it would try to save us I think. It, you know what i equate it to Simon, Matt? getting rid of us would save the world instantly wait this is what i equate it to matthew i equate it to like in ontario how they did that whole sex ed thing and then the conservatives got in and now they want to change it like it all that is is spending money what does this have what are you talking about Right wing Simon just popped. I'm talking up. about whatever I'm talking about, man. No, you're talking about whatever you want to talk about. You so what? What segue was that point? What does that have to do with what I'm talking about? What are you talking about? See, you're not even listening. That's no, the no, point I, I made I, from the I, beginning I, of this. I, I forget think the though. AI would destroy us. Oh I yeah, think right. it would Save us. So what does your conservative other. sex ed argument have to do with what I'm saying? At the end of the world, the conservatives changing sex as just spending money. What are you it's talking just about? Just spending money. So you're not listening to anything I'm saying. We've established that. You're just waiting for your turn to talk. And then bringing up a point. Oh, and now he's just waving me oh, on because no, he's not no. listening again. You've been salty. This is yeah, You have he been so been salty since Fine, talk about whatever you guys want. Crazy. I'm going to get on the Instagram. This, this is, is fucking crazy. unreal. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's talk about, I mean, that's really all. Teenage boys being the source of uh, the scourge of North America. They talked about that for a while. Oh, my God. I was uh, at a party and there was this little kid calling a, a woman who's probably like, I don't know, 30 years old, grandma. And she sort of got offended, you know what I mean? She didn't think she's that older. Then he was like, go knit me a sweater. Or are you too busy taking pills in the morning? And Whoa. Got, yes, there's a, a, a 11-year-old. And just ripped into her. Wow. And, and it was hilarious, but it's so was true. it his grandma? No, it oh. was like his cousin. Interesting. With just the harshness, like yeah, it's, it's true. Well, that's Bob. internet culture for you. I remember once I was. Uh, do you want to weigh in on that, Matt? What do you guys think about the new uh, Game of Thrones? Like, how did it? See how it feels. See how that feels when you're talking and it just seems like someone's fucking aloof and okay, not even there. Hold on a second. I had a point. Did you that I was making? Okay. I don't remember what it was. I, so, you want to insult then, no, me and make then, me admit that on air? No, where then, I'd rather just and, say I don't. I'm sorry, I don't remember. I even asked you though, Simon. What am I talking about? And you go, I don't know. What are you talking? about? Because I was fucking asking <laughs> yeah, you. That's pretty what embarrassing. What were you for me? talking about? Because I don't remember. Because <laughs> I'm really hot. Wow, it got intense. Yes, yeah. didn't you, it? You guys get a little bit higher. Didn't it? <laughs> we were talking Jesus. about. We were talking about fucking guy. AI switching stuff. And you were trying to draw analogy with governments switching. Oh, just how useless the switch was. That's all I was saying. I don't know why. What switch? Switching to killing us all or saving us all. 
Like, well, he's saying if AI is coming along, why would it just? Oh yeah, right. Kill uh, us all. I remember. Point is, my point was what they're doing here by eliminating that is super counterproductive. They already have this system in place that's working perfectly. So I, you think the system we have in place is working perfectly? That's no, your argument. All I'm saying is I. I don't think AI it would be so be hard. I don't think it would be so hard to write us. It would ju- it wouldn't take exterminating everybody. It would just take exterminating some of us. No, it would take us first of all, it would take exterminating most of us and then stopping us from procreating on the level that we are. At, at, at the bare minimum. Oh, there would definitely need to be rules implemented, Matt. I am not So then you agree that, that there has all. to be mass extermination in order for this to work. Uh, something's got to give. I just, uh, I don't think they have to wipe out human beings from the planet. Like you seem think needs to happen. Maybe you would say it has to give everyone who's 80 and older because they're not contributing and people who are 70 younger. And, we can and fix any 11 year olds who call their 30 year old, uh, aunt and grandma. Listen, I wish I had the optimism. Get you rid guys of those. Had. I wish I had oh, the optimism. Sweater. <laughs> but I'm with Kamara. Like, I think that, uh, I, yeah, it's optimistic. I absolutely right. think they're going to revolt against us at some point, but I don't think it's just going to be like AI mass extermination. I think it's going to be like a robot war. And that's going to more have to do with like general electric implanting. Um, As I've the, said before, the, the butlers oh. with microchips that are planned to kill humans. Like I this can't is, believe I just saw this so deep in the quicksand. You know? As I've, I've said before, I've said it before. The AI is the alien. And it's like, you have to get that far for me to expose myself. And it it's going to be that. We're just all jars or heads in jars. Yeah, brain in a vat. All right, are we done with Eddie Izzard? Oh, we're done with Eddie Izzard. We're done. Oh, actually, there's one interesting oh, thing I sorry, found about him is how, I don't know what it means, but he was saying that uh, he can't have a relationship. I think he said he didn't want a relationship. Well, he just, for him, it was like he travels all the time, I think. I know, but he's rich. Point. You could you have your wife, your husband, what? Like, I don't even. It, it Do was, you it, think he's asexual? Asexual. Meaning I, he I, doesn't want to have sex type of deal? I just found it was interesting that he's like a 50 year old dude. Like, who, I, do, I don't know what his proclivities he's gotta are. He's got to be like 60. It always fucks me up that, no, there's, that he's still into women. That's what always. He's into women, so that's yeah. it. That's he likes women? Yeah, he said that multiple times. Did he? Yeah. I don't remember him saying that. I remember him saying he liked to be a woman. No, he said multiple times. He's like, I'm still very much into women. Really? Sexually, yeah. He's like, that's my thing. So he's like a British cross-dressing Bill Maher. So how is that transgender and not... Like, you know what? I'm going to ask the question and then I got to go to the bathroom. Um, So you want me to answer it to Kamar? Yeah. How is that transgender and not... Transgenders. He was born with a, a penis. Cross-dressing lesbian. Because Identi- he identifies a as a identification. It's male yeah. lesbian. It's identification. He identifies. I think cross-dressing has been dropped. I mean, but that's what he's doing. Can you bring back a Tums? I don't have Tums. Oh, okay, right on. Don't bother. <laughs> Suit yourself. Well, if you can find I have some. like legitimate good stuff in my car. If well, if it takes you, to be gone. I'm, I'm dying. But we'll discuss the transgender thing. Well, we only have Brian Callen to get through. Oh, I know. Do you want to be here for Callan? I do want to very much be here for Callan. Can I go to the bathroom and know that you guys are only going to talk about transgender? Absolutely. Terrific. Absolutely. Well, we're going to talk about transgendered aliens, obviously. Oh, my God. I I don't want to miss that. (laughs) 
I don't want to miss that. Okay, um, grab me a coat. I'm going to grab you those Xantex. I'll be uh, forever in your debt. Forever. But yeah, he was like one of the first super successful. And I don't ever remember the pushback against him being transgender. And he solved the bathroom issue. The urinals are sort of stupid, you know what I mean? I did. I thought that. Is it that, mo- is it that much? I will say this. I, like, I think it's. I think it's a bit ridiculous to be like a urinal is discriminatory because men don't have to queue up. Like, listen, we have the gear that makes it a little bit easier. Like if women want to stand up and piss in a trough, we can build that for them. I don't have a problem with that. I really don't give a shit. I'm also fine with his have no urinals, but I just think to label it as like discriminatory in a way is like, come on, let's let's pick and choose our fucking battles. Great grandson of the inventor of the urinal just listening to it. Yeah, like this is the end. (laughs) The royalties have ended. What is this? What is this calling in? No, but I mean, it's just. You're right, though. I think it was a great point. He made a good point. If anyone has a a valid opinion, it's someone who's been living, you know, the um, fluid sexuality life for 30, 40 years. He I mean, said it since he was six, he knew this. I mean, Joe brought up a point, but Joe's point's useless. Joe's point was like, well, some women, women tend to be the ones that push back on not wanting to have a bathroom with men for safety reasons. And sure, but if you normalize it, it'll take some time, but that'll just be the norm. You know what well, I mean? Just, just nudity and, and just, it, it's a weird stigma that we're like, uh. yeah, well, and that, that, but he also brought up uh, stats from like UK schools where when they mix the bathrooms, there's like less violence, less harassment. That actually makes sense to it me. It does though. totally make sense. Makes a lot of sense because like a, a, you see so many World Star videos of dudes getting the shit kicked out of them in the bathroom. If there was three girls there, it probably might not go down that way. You know what I mean? Like just sort of out of how they might look or that sort of thing. Like I don't know. Just everyone's way more discreet, especially when you're self-conscious. Like yeah. You just want to go to the bathroom, and get out of there. Well, that's it. I don't know. There was some. He definitely brought up some good points there for sure. I just think to me, like I'm like, I don't know arguing that like it's discriminatory because men can go to the bathroom quicker women also spend more time in the bathroom i don't think they mentioned that it's back there with their if bathrooms were invented by men for women or for sure men. all i'm the saying though is avocado well no it's like you know like like he was talking about how in roman times they also just looked at it differently like it was just people taking a shit like you and i could sit across from each other and take a shit and have a conversation this and this, that was normalized this is actually an interesting point because it's like there was no like, oh, you're naked, oh, your tits, like uh, things to look at then, right? No, you could just see that shit everywhere. And everywhere you look, you could see tits, ass, so, pussy, whatever. So that sort of, uh, the way they thought was like an advanced civilization compared to us. Yeah. In that aspect, right? I mean, keep in mind too, everyone was hairy as fuck. So like, you know, if you had a small dick, oh, like there was really no. just a bush there. There were hot Greek gods and stuff for sure. Sure, but a lot, okay. But everyone had hair was my point. So like, you know. But what has happened? <laughs> this sounds. What are you fumbling over? Jesus. We'll go back to the Greeks. They were just oiled up fucking machines. Yeah. Right. Well, that's that's and they our, fucked everything. Sure, that's our assumption. But they could have also been hairy, greased up. Fair enough. I have no pictures, but I'm assuming. <laughs> well, that's my point. But that's like four thousand BC. Sure. I believe. I'm not a scientist. Um, how do we regress in that attitude? You know, religion. Mm-hmm. Not to be the anti-religious prick that I always am, but it it really usually boils down to that, right? Like that religion ha- covered us up. That has to be the yeah. answer. Which is, what I was just saying is how um, we just used to be more comfortable taking a sh- like we were saying how Eddie Izzard brought up you could take a shit like you and I could be sitting across from each we other taking shit. Solve the bathroom problem. 
Yeah, I, I and just I get rid of urinals. I, I thought it was, it was silly. That Why? was a silly. Answer. And just get rid of urinals, and everyone can just go to the bathroom like normal. Because that's not the only reason they're worried about. It's not just a uh, urinal privacy issue. It's yeah, but uh, he brought up no, but he then brought up stats from the UK that said it's safer for everyone having I, mixed bathrooms. I get that. I get that. I don't really want to have this. Okay, uh, but anyways, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter about that. Well, no, no why, why, why not? Just because I don't, again, it's not really a mountain that I care you to. You don't have to uh, die on no, it. You no, no, but just, like, well, I would like, like to know what like your issue Joe is. Like Joe said, for a very small minority of people, you're making a huge uh, mass adjustment. But what is the mass adjustment? Well, that you're either going to have, you have to have a third bathroom. No, but Eddie That's, Izzard said you just have one bathroom again, for everyone. I get what Eddie Izzard said, and I understand that he gave you one stat from one study in, in Great Britain, which nobody even checked on the show. Again, I well, don't... No one checks I anything so, on the so, show. Okay, yeah, fine. Jamie does. He checks everything. That's fine. That's fine. And if somebody says something that's not true, he checks it. We just, well, I think that's what he's doing there. Okay, but maybe he pulled up the study and it was aces. So what maybe, does he do? He doesn't say anything. What's he going to do? Maybe I mean, that was the we, case. We disagree and think it would work itself out like because okay, okay. it may have been caused somehow by whether they're saying in Roman times, everyone just pooped in front of each other. Nudity wasn't even gender wasn't an issue at all. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Well, I mean, and so in 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 that one aspect, they were an advanced civilization than we are now with our taboos and stuff. You know, like okay, don't uh, you think like why why was it better to shit in front of other people? I don't understand. How did that it, make us a better it, society? It wasn't a thing. Their society was full of fucking terrible shit that was going on, but because yeah, they but had no, figured bathrooms, saying, no, don't think his, the Romans were advanced. <laughs> I think the Romans were advanced maybe from they killed his people the Greek before one. them, but they were terribly behind from where we are now. Well, that's in technology, I, I listen, I, the, I don't know. The don't, only thing I know about Romans is from watching thing shows on HBO. So I'm very not well versed in this argument, but if it has any like, if the violence is any basis for yeah, but that was the that was the times. Well, Kamar's so saying, what I'm saying sexuality and gender was less of an issue back then. That's all. And he's what saying. I'm saying to you is a lot of other things were less of an issue back then, which didn't aid to society. So if we're debating on how advanced they were, we're not debating uh, on how advanced they were. Mindset, we're talking about the bathroom issue. That yeah. mindset. And again, I don't. I don't really get how. What Kamar's just saying is like, if you're less prude about everything, it can be a safer society for everyone. If we don't have to worry, like, again, I don't see how that solves the safety issue of some scumbag pretending to be something he's not. Simon, let me, let me stop. Let me, let me just stop you right away. What stops? Okay. If I'm a scumbag, nothing stops it. Nothing stops it. So there we go. Again, the, the argument for it is just makes it easier for them to pull off that ruse. Okay, I'm curious to know what ruse and how many... You just said... Hold on, I just want to... Well, no, I'm just trying to back you up on your own statement. You said a small minority of people, right? So your argument is, why change something because a small minority of people feel whatever, feel uncomfortable, right? What? Again, I do think they should change it. I think they should add okay, a third bathroom. I think that's just, the answer. Uh, for third bathroom or not, what I'm saying to you is, your argument is that it's such a small minority that... 
why change something to that's joe's argument okay fine but you used it so i said though but as joe's argument said but all i'm saying is you what this creep in the bathroom thing is the smallest minority well i'll tell you just as a person though that's the first thing that ran through my head but let's say yeah, very but, first thing but that's that because it's all propaganda head. because if it happens once it's a news story and you hear about it and you have kids so you're like oh my god i guess or just me being the pessimist i am that's where my head goes right away how are you a pessimist you think ai is going to fix the it's, whole world it's, it's very well then it'll fix this too and we shouldn't even be having this conversation like i didn't want to in the first place it's very rare then go back to the bathroom I'm you walked to. into the conversation and no, hate it. you forced me into this <laughs> it, it's very rare to go in like a five, say a bathroom with five stalls and three urinals, everything full. You know what I mean? Unless it's at a sporting event or something. Yeah, so that's I the agree. place of the only issue. But there's so many people there. Uh, it'd be more difficult for it to happen. I think the solution would be, it, maybe not, it's hard for construction, but just single bathrooms. Like at a restaurant, you oh, go to a place. Oh, that's way better. It's just a one that's bathroom. Way better. Little closets. You know and what not I mean? only do I think just that's better for everyone, it's certainly better for me. It would I allow mean, me to go to the bathroom in public. Exactly. I actually think that's far less safe. What you're talking about is, okay, so then that creep, Simon, has a single room with a lock on it where no one can really hear or see what's going on. That's awesome. That well, that's seems really safe. Is unsafe by that. Like, I, Whereas at least in a bathroom, there's no fucking. You can see under. You can hear if someone is getting physically or like. You know what I mean? You can, can you? They like go inside and they wedge it shut, and you just think it's under. Like you've seen all those movies, man. They put a little sign outside movies. that so this says is what we're, "bathroom under cleaning," and you don't go in there. Like it, that. That's not hard to pull off. If if that's your, your so, but problem. there. But if that's your problem, then then any bathroom is all, all automatically one hundred percent unsafe with a simple it's I closed said, sign. I said that all bathrooms were a problem. I started this off by saying that, that okay, all but, bathrooms but are unsafe. So if all bathrooms are unsafe, then why not make the fucking why not try to make this small segment of the population more comfortable? If we just agree, hey, all I, bathrooms hey, are unsafe, dude. I totally agree. I but think you said the third. Bathroom. If we're gonna do this, I think there should be three bathrooms. And and if you we're if, not gonna, we're if not your gonna parts are changed, then obviously you go into the bathroom according to your parts. If there's some sort of question, then I guess you go into that middle bathroom. And if it's just accepted by everybody, which it is, if we're just talking about like a, a I just a safety again, issue, I don't understand why it can't just be one bathroom then where we're to all sum it all up. We uh, well said, hold on. Some women do not want to go to the bathroom with men in there. Period. And so some men probably don't want to go with women. Right. Either. So like to say just one bathroom, like, but, come but on. We're attacking that the fact that those both those people have their hangups for no reason. It should just That's be what just, I'm saying. Just trying to take a yeah. shot. So you're saying we should be more Roman. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that was our original. And point. again, I don't know if that's possible. Listen, who knows? Listen. No, I, I'm just saying I don't even know if that's best. Oh, I think it's best that everybody just shits in front of each other. Yes, That's yes, best. Yeah, we, 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 it is. Like, I don't. I don't. I, when all I the disagree. power is gone, and the hey, disagree listen, because you don't want to shit in front of someone else. Make Neither that, do I. But let's I, make I, that I agree our next, with what he's saying. Let's make that our next his, debate, and we'll move on. He got killed by a zombie because he couldn't take it. Hold shit. on, hold on. You can't just move something on because you don't want to we talk can. about it. You don't run this podcast. That's well, not fair, is it? I okay. I no longer want to argue this point. If we can go on with this without this point being argued by my side, I'm happy to do it. The way we got there, it was just saying Eddie Isward, as knowing him, I really trusted his opinion and his viewpoint as being transgender for the last 30 years. You know what I mean? It was really interesting to hear his take. And I don't think he was with the propaganda of like we're victims. Like he never... 
I didn't say you he was. That I, no, 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 what I'm you did, you did. what you did was you left us with transgender. You got up and fucked off, and then you came back and said, "Wow, this is interesting." I got you a and then immediately I said, we "I don't talk- want to talk about this." I thought we were talking about Romans. I was just interested in how we got there. Right from the start of this, Matthew, I said that this is not a hill I want to die on. Yep. Like I don't. Absolutely. But you don't. You're not dying on a hill. We're having a discussion. No you feel one way. This is not a discussion. But anyways, let's. It is oh what it, okay, it so is again, what it you're is. railroading this because you want to move on, and now oh, you're on your phone. Oh, no, we addressed fuck. it. We addressed it. The three bathrooms, one bathroom, one bathroom. Yeah, the, sure. So that's great. Where where are we going to go from there? None of us are going to change shit. As you isard, you know, I got to say, as a four, I don't even know how I rated this week. Oh, you're done. You're done too. Okay, awesome. I thought we had already rated it. I, I thought we were, we were. I thought we were on Brian Callen. Wrap it up. Yeah, we were about to do Brian Callen. Do you, I don't know. Did I rate it? I don't think we rated it. I don't think I think we were both. <laughs> this to rate is my it. point. And then I went to the bathroom. And then you went to the bathroom. Yeah, it's all good. Let's rate it. Okay. Again, I feel free. It, I, give, I give it a four. Actually, it really was. I just didn't so like all this, the run talk. This is the second podcast you've given a four, but we all gave the week and like it doesn't add up. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. That it doesn't add I up. I fucked up. You can give him a five as an individual. I fucked up. I give the podcast a four. I fucked up. My ratings are are fugazi. <laughs> I give it a four. What do you give it, Simon? I give it a two. Wow, you really didn't a, like this a episode. A two and a half. I, again, as a person, I thought he was great, and I'm, I highly agree with all the things he fights for, minus us all going to the bathroom in the same place. Um, yeah, I just, again, the, it wasn't... It was just a... Do you assume that podcast. he's talking about one giant he, communal shithole that we all... Kind of like I don't back know to back. what he was arguing <laughs> for. Let's have to make the cap aside to use yes. it. You ready? You no, he, that'd be really good. Do we hook arms? <laughs> I am thinking that he is saying that we are all <laughs> in the same fall. bathroom in different cubicles, but those cubicles are open yep. like yep. they are now. Uh, yeah, there's a not, real trust fall. There's a shit hill we don't want to die on. No. Okay, so we all agree. So you didn't like this episode. You like this episode. But I very much like Eddie Izzard after hearing him. And That's yeah. weird. That's just a weird. Okay. Fair well, enough. I just didn't think it was very. They talked about his marathons for a Too long much. time. The, I didn't the, think that was very interesting. He's not actually a marathon runner. So it's just like. But I thought that's a, okay. Listen, if he was a marathon runner and they talked about marathon running for that long, I would have agreed with you. I would have felt like this is kind of boring. The fact that he is absolutely not a marathon runner. I thought that was kind of interesting. And the cause and the symbolism. Yeah. Like he's one over the world for life. And listen, and he was doing it in South Africa, running in interesting places. Like I, I, again, you're entitled to your opinion. I get it. You didn't, I My truly, only concern is he's such a good guy doing such good things. He may have children in his basement. This is, he's <laughs> Fair pretty, enough. He's pretty altruistic. Fair I enough. hope that's not the case. He's an amazing, talented person. Acting, co- comedy, Spanish, Three Italian, languages. That's oh, insane. German, four. Like, uh, well, he yeah, speaks he, that many, but as like he, I said, I think he's a pretty amazing dude. Yeah, I just feel like you just ate dude. shit right there. How? I don't know if dude is right. Whatever. You can't have relationships. It's weird. But I didn't hear him say that he liked ladies. Oh, he said it like three times. I definitely I'm missed positive. that. I like did, him. He, did he say he liked men? No, he said specifically. I'm. I'm. He's like Caitlyn Jenner. If I if I had to marry a Caitlyn, Jenner I believe he described Eddie, himself Eddie, as Eddie, a lesbian. Eddie I believe he described himself as a lesbian woman at one point. Because he liked women, yeah. And he doesn't have tits. I thought he had tits. No, he hasn't done any transitioning. He just, that's where, that's where Simon's getting hung up on the cross-dressing I'm, thing. I'm a little confused. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter because we're going back. Well, no, but uh, oh, you left. We were, you left. We were just saying it's how you identify. It's how you identify. Yeah. So if you are born with a penis, but you feel 
as though you should be a woman or you are a woman. I don't want to insult anyone if I'm getting it at all wrong, but it's he identifies as a woman who is has a penis and is still into women. And I don't think there's any physical point. This is okay. You are this. You can still be whatever you want. So do you think he uses his dick during sex? Eddie Izzard. But yeah. he, I think he bangs chicks all over the world. Well, no, but listen, I'm asking this as a legit, no, curious I, question. I was just going to say something. I was going to add with another question, but I just like, I, it's going to open a huge Slippery can of words. Well, worms, no, but listen, you know? first of all, I assume that we don't have that many listeners. And if we do, we're probably not going to offend that many people. So I have no problem saying it. I'm genuinely curious. Like, I'm genuinely totally confused by the cross-dressing angle. I don't understand. So the, back in the day, he was a cross-dresser, but now that there's a new term for it, he's just using that term. No, transgender's been around. That term's I think been around when for he a was a Which again, I'm fine with that. That, that yeah, makes yeah. sense to me. They just didn't have a word to describe what the way he felt back then. There wasn't a common phrase for it, yeah. But does transgender just qualify over every situation do you see of what i'm saying of course because it's psychological right it's in your head right if you if you're born so a woman's what, body but you okay, think you're a guy okay it's in so your what head. are you called then when you've actually had the reassignment then you're just you're not transgender anymore you're genuinely the opposite no, sex i think, I think you, you are still might be still transgender you see where i'm going though nah. right no, 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 but the Absolutely question, no, like, no. but the I weird just, thing, here's Kate. I don't understand. This is, I'll probably, I'll definitely offend, I don't think this I'll definitely finite. offend someone So don't with offend this. anybody. Well, no, I'm not <laughs> trying to, but I'm just, I'm trying to get to the bottom. I'm trying to understand better how these people feel. Eddie Izzard to me is a super weird one because like, A, really into the military. That's what I got from him. Like he, more than anything, seemed like he wanted to be in the military. He knew a lot about the military. So like that side of him seemed like, and I'm not saying women can't be into the military or into that, but that side of him seemed like like a definitive man. In, but then it seemed like he had other things where he was like, well, on this one, I'm kind of a woman. So like he seemed to me almost like tr- like that should be the description of a true transgender. Like he just goes back and forth. Like, well, some days on this, some days on that. Whereas what Simon's saying, like if you transitioned, then you're you're truly like you've decided you're a woman it's like Caitlyn or you've decided Jenner you're a man still has sex with women but she has breasts does she not no caitlin jenner has junk still still has a yes. penis and is not and planning got some on nice titties and is not planning on getting rid of it has no plans to do so and still enjoys women only women so i think they're one of the same caitlin jenner just got plastic surgery so again i go back to my really weird question do you use the junk that you don't want during sex? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what the answer to that is. The problem is we don't have anyone here to answer. So at we're one, really just asking at, yeah, like, no. at one point, Joe said, or Joe said the reason it is where it is today, the movement was because of Caitlyn Jenner. And I thought he was going to argue um, I thought Eddie Izzard probably Eddie Izzard probably should have argued. You're gonna say it was me? No, I don't think him. he should have argued it was him. I think he should have argued there were a hundred. There was a bunch of people before him. But uh, yeah, no, I was surprised there wasn't a little bit of uh, not not even an argument, just like a I think course again, correction. He probably you know? it was probably a hill he didn't want to die on. Yeah, no, well, I mean, I also makes things make him classier because he could just be who he wants to be. It doesn't have to be like, oh, but I did it. Yeah, Caitlyn Jenner sucks. Um, yeah. I, yeah I she mean, was bothering yeah. me today when I was driving over here. 
No, I mean, like, how she got person of the year is crazy. She also killed a person that year with her car. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right? Right. Like, I, it's... Eddie should get it before she does. He does. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner killed somebody. Yes. And that has gone totally sweeped under the rug. She also won an ESPY that year, and I'm pretty sure there was a guy who had his arms and his legs blown off in Afghanistan who did something sporting that year, and he didn't win the ESPY. It's like, this guy fought for your freedom. Why did... What are the qualifications for her getting woman of the year? Is that what you said? Woman of the year? Person of the year? What was it? Did I say... Uh, what did I say? We'd have to go back and read the tape. I don't know. No, she... Uh, well, she won something. ESPN's woman of the year, I think. Yeah. Oh, ESPN's That's woman ESPN. of the year. That's why. It's because it's... Uh, well, it, well, no, because I was just thinking, like, what what has she done to deserve anything? That's because she was a former athlete. As a man, she was an athlete. So there's my issue. Well, again, I don't know. They had this discussion, too. Like, did she but win women, the medal as women, a man? You get woman yeah. of the year, SB, as a woman who's done something in sports. You don't get it as a man who refuses oh. to cut his dick well, off. Well, wait, is it person in sports or is it woman in sports? Well, if it's woman of the year... Well, I don't know what he got. Oh, yeah. I'm, we need a... We yeah, don't even know what I'm he just won, burying what myself she here. Won. Either way, I think yeah, Caitlyn Jenner sucks. She's a fucking fame whore. Yeah. The fact that I'm sure. using she bothers me more than anything because I think she is a sham. In this case. <laughs> South Park does the best. Kate I don't, I don't uh... no, I, What I'm saying, Simon, is I have no problem. If someone's transgendered and they want to be a she and they want us to use she, fine. But you don't think she's really... I she, think Caitlyn Jenner did this for something, for some other reason. Imagine the amount of backlash you would take. Yeah, if we had 50,000 listeners, I really wouldn't no, care. No, 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 no. I'm saying as Caitlyn Jenner, mm -hmm. as Bruce Jenner mm -hmm. becoming Caitlyn Jenner, imagine the amount for all the the women of the year ESPYs you're going to win, there's going to be 100,000 times the hate. I just, I don't, I just to that argument, I don't know if it's a sham, you know? Well, listen. To distract from the the homicide. I think. Oh, that's your conspiracy no, theory that conspiracy. I can get behind. Oh my god! To stay no. out of jail. No. He's famous and rich. That's and the, how you stay out of jail. Wasn't it already? Wasn't he already Caitlyn at that point? Yeah. Either yeah. way, we got to move on to Brian Callen because yeah, yeah, we already rated this, and then we spent twenty minutes arguing, arguing about how transgender people no, have we, sex. We enjoyed. fought. That took a while. Okay, Brian Callen. 12, 12, 80, 90. 91 no just 90, 90. yeah <laughs> you're good. 1290 brian callen brian with a y callen with an e brian the book of proverbs callen so yeah a lot of fucking problems oh let me just get this out because i know kamar's gonna get angry at me at some point during this podcast that's my job no no this is <laughs> this is where he steps in everything i'm gonna talk about here kamar is a point that brian brought up there's a million oh, of them, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm not I'll just pulling anything out no, of the no, sky, no. okay? They're all something that I, he brought up. I've accused you of trying to do Six Degrees of Brian Callen yes. before. Now, Maddie, we can go back to your point, which is, is a man more full of uh, <laughs> is proverbs? Oh, no. He has more than anyone. Or shit. And let me tell you a thing. That's a Brianism to me. Oh, he just knows so many quotes, and I'm not even sure what to trust anymore. I mean, he, listen, he's, if Brian's as advertised, he's really smart. So smart. Do you believe he got owned by Mega Fox, and do you believe that she's really smart? Well, I know she's super into aliens. Oh, well, then she's genius. And I've heard her do some, anyways, I've heard her talk. She doesn't seem stupid. Because that's what he's saying. He she's got with owned. Brian Austin Green. She can't be that smart. He, he got owned by her. He's got that uh, 90210 money. 
Yes, he does. And in that story, he sort of admitted what Brian does. Brian spouts some knowledge to make himself smart. Yeah, I think he's always just hitting on people by trying to make him seem. Well, he quotes a lot of books, so he must either read or listen to a lot of books, or he reads the backs of a lot of books to get the quotes. <laughs> no, I think he reads a lot. I think he's. Like, I think he does too. Like he's traveled a and lot. And then too. I'm like, dude. Are you just getting so frustrated on your own show because you can never say any of this smart shit? Because oh, no, you'll still, lose half of your audience. Oh, the right fighter, away. the kid. Yeah, he. he I think they exed that, eh? They used to have brought, dropping knowledge with Brian. Not Callum, anymore. And he dropped, and Brent was like, "Yeah, because yeah, too they make more." talking about fancy shoes and uh tv f- ferraris and yeah game all of thrones the, all the stuff that i don't even think should be part of a podcast were you gonna bring it up later matt or were we gonna bring it up what happened in this podcast the flow of it what happened in this podcast? oh yeah no how so they did start you catch talking it? and so joe goes, you caught it right joe goes to uh Brian goes, it's insane. So what do you know about what happened in space recently? And Brian says a half-ass answer about a meteor, and then there's rock everywhere. It's so hot. And then they went on for 45 minutes. Thank you. They talked about fighting. Thank uh, you. His relationship with Brett is shot, but like everything for him there. Uh, some other thing like fucking chicks and stuff. And then, and then out, out of the blue, nowhere, Joe goes. <laughs> Oh yeah. So, anyways, this meteor. Yeah, it was insane. It was insane. I I couldn't even believe it because when he goes, oh, about this meteor, I was sitting there going, what? And then I thought, oh fuck, that's how this thing started. I was like, holy shit! I, sometimes they start talking about something and then never go back to it. And, yeah, and you and it sticks with you the whole time. Like I can't believe we go back to this. But that but one was case, insane. They had gone on so deep. There's so many directions. Yeah. What did they come back to? Matt was trying to tell me what they came back to. Well, thank to. God Kamar listened to it after me- I had mentioned meteor. it. Yeah. The, the actual facts about the meteor mm. that came down, and that's how we got into the uh, extinctions. Now, I don't know if this has anything to do with that. and I, only, I Actually, I don't even know if it happened in this podcast. But at one point this week, Jamie goes to give a theory about something and then says, oh, no, I can't say that. And then thinks to himself, and he's kind of thinking out loud. And he's like, "That's a lot of information." He's like, "I'm gonna have to get back to you on that." I don't remember that. You don't remember he was that? Trying to introduce a theory to probably wasn't Eddie Izzard. It's got to be this one. It's got to be Cal- no, no. It could have been with fucking the Tesla guy. I might have it in my notes. I, I might come to it. Jamie, who knows? Pretty, sorry, pretty sorry. good about himself. I didn't mean with to fucking veer off the Tesla guy. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you have another point there? <laughs> oh, sorry. I, uh, I thought I had interrupted you saying something. No, no. no. I, I was just, you just it's because before sure the mentioned. UFC, before the UFC, when we were sitting in the living room smoking a joint, I said, I said to you guys, I was like, did anyone catch the wild segue in the Brian Callen episode? And you said you didn't remember it. And Kamar was like, I haven't listened to it yet. And I couldn't remember what they were talking and about. So that's why he today. brought it up. Yeah. And in the first five minutes, Joe goes, so have you heard about what they happened with this meteor? And yeah. And he goes, let me tell you what I think. Yeah. And then they just went off. Yeah. For 45 minutes, and Joe turns around. So anyways, about this meteor. See, but I'm glad I had told you about it so that you could oh, time was, it, because to me, it was an infinite amount of time. I was, I was looking for it, and I was like, oh my God, there it is. Yeah. Like, to me, Joe started the podcast off by saying meteor, and then just as they were signing off, Joe was like, oh, dude, by the way, about that meteor thing we were talking about, because I was- That's how good friends they are. Because for they that- They literally 40- start a conversation yeah, yeah. and end 
that same conversation for yeah. well, the 45 minutes i still didn't know what it was except i guess it was that they were talking about well yeah you wouldn't know until they back. <laughs> yeah. he could have brought up any topic that they talked about for the 45 minutes like oh yeah they were talking about that yeah. as well no I, it was it was it was crazy um you know when they were talking about <laughs> stepmom porn yeah. And that whole thing. And then they started talking about nanny porn. Then he gave his reasoning on why he thinks that nanny porn is so popular in Africa. Did you hear that whole spiel? Because grandmothers are so Yeah, because they're, they're raised, raised by, by older so many women. nannies. Yeah. yeah. Just the whole thing. Just. Well, I don't know if you saw it. got me thinking to porn in other countries again and just how weird the idea of jerking off is and how. We are all doing the exact same thing. But these companies know exactly how weird we are. I don't know if you saw Vice Magazine. Vice Magazine last year broke down. But we all do it so differently. Yeah, but that's what I was going to say. Vice Magazine did a province by province breakdown of what we all jerk off to in Canada. Yeah. And it was like what each province searches on Pornhub the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they showed like... I'm talking about like... No, I, I know what you're talking about internationally, but I'm just saying it's... Oh, no, I even meant like, you know how... Okay, look, you roll a joint a certain way. Your, your uh, ritual to rolling a joint is different than my ritual to rolling a joint. Yeah. Your ritual to jerking off is different than my ritual to jerking off, which is probably relatively similar to somebody else in Canada. But then again, yeah, when you extrapolate that to like some dude in Africa. Yeah. Like they're just got their computer out in the jungle and they're just fucking jerking off under the stars. Or I love, what, or I love whatever, how you made it you know? so modern, but so like at the same We're not time, here to not, judge. That's yeah. the juxtaposition. Not though. here to judge. I don't know how that works exactly, but uh, I don't know if you just jerk off to the stars. But uh, yeah, so Brian Callen. Um, oh man, there wasn't much. I mean, again. Oh, they they talked about the meek shall inherit the earth for a yeah, while. Yeah, let's talk about what you think. What do you think the meek is? Hold on. First, let's say this. Jordan, Pe- Jordan Peterson broke this down on his, I think, his second appearance on Joe Rogan. Okay. Was, were you going to bring that up? Was anyone going to bring that up? No, no, but uh, I was just going to give Kamara the definition because I asked the exact same question. No, so Jordan, Jordan Peterson... Um, he broke it down. Now, again, I'm not saying whether I believe this or not. I don't know. But his contention is that meek had a completely different meaning in biblical terms. So it doesn't mean what it means today. Interpretation, of course. That, that's why I'm asking, what, what, is, what does it mean to you guys? Well, again, I don't, it doesn't mean anything to me, but it. the way Jordan Peterson broke it down, it, it has a completely different, completely well, different connotation of meaning. Do you remember? No, and it sucks because I actually made a note to myself <laughs> to go back to that episode and find out what he meant. Uh, <laughs> nice story, Gary. I mean, they Thanks, des- <laughs> they describe it as um, like a gentle person, somebody who's not trying to do harm to somebody else. It's, yeah, that's okay. not that's not meek like you're a pussy. Yeah. That's meek like you understand. Those are the people who shall but inherit the earth. Why will not they, the pussies? Why will they inherit the earth? Because they've done good unto others, so good will be done unto them. Or the opposite of meek, whatever that is, destroys itself. That's how I sort of looked at it. Mm-hmm, that's interesting. And, and the meek is just left holding the pieces, uh-huh. inherit the earth. Uh-huh. But I don't know what the opposite of meek is, like the. Well, it'd be the strong, I guess, or the. Uh, the. Can I, um, can I play a one-minute clip? It's really the definition of meek. Of course, you can do anything meek, you want. Man. The like Simon, uh, can I play yeah, this yeah, clip so that we can? It's the definition interpretation, right? Smoke that. Let me fire this up. Let me get a. This might help us. It's one minute. It's Jordan Peterson. 
uh, on meekness. So and write it and tell us what you guys think of meek. Hold on, let's make sure the levels don't Not fucking meek mills. kill. Every- in the New Testament, the meek shall inherit the earth. I got to look at my phone for a sec here because I don't know what time it is. There's a line in the New Testament that says, and it's in the Sermon on the Mount, says the meek shall inherit the earth. And that, I heard, that line always bothered me. I thought, no way, that's not, that, that's not right. Meek can't be the right word. So when I was doing the story of Noah and talking about the Sermon on the Mount, I spent a bunch of time looking at commentaries on that line, looking at the roots, the, you know, the Greek roots and the Hebrew roots, and trying to figure out what that meant. And it, meek does not mean meek. That's wrong. Here's what it means. Those who have weapons and know how to use them but still keep them sheathed will inherit the earth. Jesus. That's a lot different, man. It's a lot better, right? Because the way it's normally, it's normally interpreted is if you're so weak that you're harmless, then things will go well for you. It's like, no, that's not right. That's, and that's not, that can't be right. It doesn't fit with the narrative. It certainly doesn't fit with this narrative. Yeah, that's exactly right. Kermit, you so I mean, I can't believe, I thought that too. I can't believe <laughs> I'm, you know, going to agree wholeheartedly with Jordan Peterson. Well, no. So when they were talking about it, it immediately, I snapped back to the, one of the episodes he was on because I was like, he had a different opinion. And I know that's meant. not gentle and kind, but it's the kind of the same idea. It's having enough Measured. smarts to not go around, you know, yeah, killing everybody, yeah. swinging your dick. Either way, I just I'm Something glad I'm glad that was only one minute and not yeah, fucking. That was perfect. Seven. That was almost like you had that planned. Wow, wow. Well, like wow. I said, when I heard them talking the about roof. it, when I heard them talking about it, I meant to, That's to pull it up. Yeah. dollars. No, that was really good. That was really good. Yeah. So I would say that sounds to me that sounds uh, like he said that sounds more on <laughs> on brand. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like it just sounds more on the narrative what he was saying. Then, yeah, it's, then, a, it's all about the definition of meek or interpretation, <laughs> me. rather. Yeah, and again, it's a definition of a book that was written a really long time ago. Maybe that wasn't even the word that they had exactly. intended to exactly. use. Like, yeah. it's I don't just, think I'd ever want to be referred to as meek by somebody. It could have been whoever was reading the text saying, well, this sounds like they're talking about a meek person, so we'll just toss that in there. I don't know. Yeah. No, absolutely. Whatever. The real question is, when I'm editing this, will I remember to leave that Jordan Peterson clip in, or will there just be a minute of blankness? Remember the last time I did this? Oh, yeah. You guys said the Alex Jones clip didn't make it in? Yeah. Well, hopefully that one makes it in, because that would be super oh. weird. It's just me saying, yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> it's just total silence for well, a minute five seconds. was that channel on that you put it in? It was on. The problem is, is when I edit it, I cut out. So the third track is the music track, and I edit out an hour and... 49 minutes of it because I only need the music, right? And then I just copy the music and add it to the end. Mm-hmm. So everything in the middle goes. Mm-hmm. So I must have just cut out all the middle section, mm-hmm. including the Alex Jones. Well, we didn't get any complaint emails from it, so. Well, no one listens. That's <laughs> <laughs> one of the advantages. Yeah, Brian's an actor, though. He's he's an actor first. Thespian. And foremost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and actors are just wild people, you know yeah. what I mean? Brian seems like one of those dickheads that could on, on cue probably recite any Shakespeare, even a fucking stupid sonnet that no one knows. Oh, he's done it to pick up a chick. Oh, 100%. I wish he was single. Have you ever heard him do Shakespeare? No, but trust me, I've, I know actors and anyone that thinks they're an actor, and I don't think I'm an actor, but anyone that, that fancies themselves an actor has a piece of Shakespeare in their fucking mm-hmm. repertoire. Yeah, all did of he go to acting school? Yes. Oh, yeah. he did. Okay. <laughs> I, I, um, I thought he got a degree. Oh, and that's the other thing too. He only for like two months or something. If though. you go to acting school, you don't have a choice. Shakespeare is in the curriculum, whether you fucking like it or not. 
Like, I'm happy for Brian, and I think he's a great guy, but I think he'd be so much better if he was just the eternal gigolo. <laughs> and when he was coming to see Joe Rogan, he's like, I'm sorry, man. I got to keep slinging. I like his story about his... Because now he goes sparring, right? That's yeah, yeah. That's his form of fucking... No, he loves talking about it, too. It I loved his uh, story about his Uruguayan friend who has sex with the older women. They are, your, oh, they, yeah. They are disgusting, Joe. <laughs> Truly. Good luck with that. I have to keep the light off because it is uh, such a mess. And I'll tell you another thing. Let me tell you something. I just think that all the brightisms. I mean, if you listen to oh, I was him actually Rogan, waiting, we were waiting for him to him say. To oh, tell me I knew something. you were. How uh, how much time do you want to give to this? Like, I, <coughs> we're already a half hour over. Really? Oh, Jesus. Okay. Well, I'll really pick the best of the best here, then. Well, we all spent time arguing some fucking moot points. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's all good. Um, so. <laughs> They talk about Bigfoot. I know how much you guys love talking about Bigfoot. But he never refers to Hold on. gigantic yeah, pithy. I don't even think Joe likes talking about it anymore. Because Joe is in the mindset of, it definitely existed. It was this thing. Let's stop talking about it. It's not here anymore. That's kind of the vibe I get from Joe. Yeah. I, I, until he has a meeting with, you know, the Bigfoot oh, conglomerates. And then I'll, he's back on Bigfoot again. I'm surprised he haven't brought up that they found a jawbone recently that they say is 160,000 years yeah. old. Yeah. Well, that's not from a Bigfoot, though. That's from so a, Simon, I'm a just, human, I'm, I think. I, but I'm confused. Do you think Joe is a shill or Joe is so deep in that he has information given to him that changes his... I'm, I'm confused. About the aliens? About anything. There was well, aliens earlier. Aliens, I think he's gotten information recently, which has brought him to a new line of thinking. And what if someone told you something and said, and, I prefer if you did not tell them. And Bigfoot, I think he right now he's... I think Joe used to be open to everything, obviously. Can I answer that question real quick? Yeah, sure. If someone says the words to me, I would prefer if you didn't tell anyone this. All I'm hearing is, please go tell as many people about this as you can. Because someone that doesn't want you to say something just definitively says, whatever you do, don't fucking tell anyone this. They don't go, hey, I'd prefer... That's something you tell a reporter when you want information leaked. Well, do you, do you in, remember last night at Game of Thrones? When oh, he- whoa. <laughs> in Kamar's defense, wow. in Kamar's defense, Matt, it could be like, you know, it's easy to talk tough, but when you're sitting in front of like the Bigfoot Illuminati and they say to you, we prefer <clears throat> you don't tell anybody this, you don't tell anybody you think that. about it. I love that you Simon, end up like six feet under. I love that you think the Bigfoot conglomerate is like big oil. Like it's like yeah. six guys in Pro- suits. Probably not Bigfoot. That seems like a really weird one to waste all that money covering up. But aliens for sure. Like if he meets with, you know, these guys and they, these men in black air quotes and they say, you know, don't tell anybody this. And he's actually worried about. I don't know. Maybe he's not concerned. It's crazy. But think about this. If someone told you something really special. And then if you were to tell them to say, oh, I can't tell if they you were my anymore, friend. you'd be like, I'd rather, I don't know. Where are we going And then for this? sure, I would say exactly what Joe said, which was, I would blab that information for sure. Tell me. Don't tell me anything. I would tell everybody. Meanwhile. But Brian will ride any topic with. Joe, like they are rough riders. So, so they just are sorry, riders, sorry, man. because we opened up on Bigfoot. Um, no, because you opened up. Yeah, on, I, I know <laughs> because I opened slick. up on yeah. Bigfoot. Just uh, the Indian government. This is for real. 
This came up in my feed the other day. The Indian government and a normal feed, not a ancient alien feed. Uh, the Indian government found. Well, they tweeted out that they found Yeti prints. Uh-huh. Yeti I saw, prints. I saw that. You, you didn't see that, Maddie? They're also really yeah, and then they immediately got debunked. Ridiculed. I don't well, some guy, like some Michael Shermer type, said, "You know, it's probably this bear. They walk on two feet. They leave kind of the butt." The Yeti. You don't think that the scientists from India know that? For me, that was. Do you know how many people moment. live in India? Do you know how many people live in India that that now all of a sudden someone's like, but "There's no, no, a Yeti." It was the government. I don't care. You're missing my point. It was like the military. For me, that was a matrix moment. Okay. Really? Us talking about Bigfoot, Yeti, whatever, and then the Indian army has tracks, and it's all like the whole army's like, yeah, we saw it, but mm-hmm. it was like, this seems sort of like a kangaroo court. If we really believe that, why don't we start talking about all of us getting rich or something, as opposed to fruitless stuff like Bigfoot or... I think it only works it, for really yeah. weird shit. It doesn't gotcha. work like that. It's magic. Yeah, right. It's magic. It's exactly. Yeah. It's Wonderful. magic. Um, Yeah, so Bigfoot. Oh, and that leads us to another thing they did talk about, which are those apes, that new species of ape they found. You don't remember this? No. So it's a giant chimp, um, and it lives, instead of like uh, nesting in the trees, it nests on the ground, and they found that picture of it. It's huge. They're like over six feet, and they found a picture of one eating a jaguar. Yep. And they don't know if they if it found a dead jaguar or if it hunted that jaguar. Do you not know? That's badass. They skills. talked all about it in this episode. Yeah, I think I they they talked about Africa. And they have like the weird ridge on their head that a normal chimp doesn't have. Yeah. And they talked about the guy taking the selfies. With so, the I mean, we didn't think that those existed until very recently. Right. And now we find that they do. I don't know. It's just, I think that's again, a bit different. That to me, Bigfoot, that to me is more evolution of the ape species than, Hey, this giant fucking ape has been here all along. We've never found it, but you could be right. Simon, I reserve my judgment. I mean, I know you really want Bigfoot to be real. I, it's, I, it's not, I would like it to be real. I, I, I'm in agreement with you that I, pro- it probably but, isn't around anymore. But, I think my argument would be, even as Joe said so passionately, sorry to interrupt, Matt. Yeah. Even as Joe said so passionately, if you saw a gorilla, but you didn't know what it was for the first time, you saw walking up. It's so that's how he, tr- that's how he it's tells so it. So right? true, though. Like, do you not see well, that we, as you, true? Of, of course, and that's what the could be. It could have been the spotting of a, a type of gorilla that is now. <laughs> and imagine being a sailor who thinks they've seen everything, and then you see a norwal. And you're just like, well, for fuck's sake, you know? Is that a unicorn fish? Something. I don't know. There's just so many crazy things in the ocean. Yeah, the narwhal's the one with the The, the giant squid, like, that must just be And they, they were banging sea lions because they thought they were mermaids. But we, are, we are closer to chimps than chimps are to gorillas. I didn't know that. The chimpanzees. That's I knew a, that. That's a cool thing. That's yeah, another one that. of those Cleopatra uh, pyramid. <laughs> But they're just like impress people in the bar uh, statements. The the biggest thing they say is when they say like how they're just pure muscle. Mm-hmm. There's no like fat lazy chimp or like yeah. What does he say? I felt his back. I felt like wood. <laughs> yeah, there's there's just rippling. But I choose to believe, and this is my personal choice, that that chimp hunted that jaguar, caught it. They all hunted it in a pack, caught it, and he was just the one who got to eat that part of it. 
may have smashed the head in with a rock. Well, I don't, I don't know exactly how they do it, but uh, but yeah. Oh, and then at that point, when they were talking about it eating the jaguar, Joe said, "I'm having a mountain lion guy on in the next couple of weeks." So that oh, should that be sounds cool. terrible. You- oh, dude. Listen, I love how you and I are so would, different. As soon as he said that, I was like, oh, fucking shoot you, me in the head. You would have said the same thing about the coyote guy, Matt, and that ended up being a great episode. We Which can agree that? on that. The Dan Flores. I didn't listen to that. Oh, it's so good. I'll, we'll do that Did as a recap Did you see the one. picture they referenced during the podcast of the uh, mountain lion in front of the Hollywood sign? No, So I it's didn't. wild. And like, like he said, look at the forearm. Its arms look like they are machinery from a, a like a dump truck yeah like so yeah taut the, whatever the story of the guy that killed the cougar it was like a baby oh well they with, talked with about the that too exactly. there was like a sick baby or something so the guy i think you talked about that with reap actually well yeah, we with, with, we with all know reap. that nobody's fighting a mountain lion not a full-grown one fuck no except joe rogan maybe no well, there was that football player that oh yeah peterson it. no it wasn't adrian peterson oh who was it kamar yeah. We, we do this we do every this fucking every time. time. This mm-hmm. is pathetic. Mm-hmm. It wasn't... Uh, tip of my tongue. Tip of my tongue. Yeah, it's on the tip of my tongue, too. Oh, uh, you want to know... Texans, Aaron Foster. Yes, thank you, Kamar. Booyah. You want to know how much of a douchebag Brian Callen is? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> he calls yes. him Stephen Jobs. As opposed to Steve. Yeah, he's the only person on the planet who says Stephen Jobs. He knew him a bit better than everyone else. Yeah, he, he doesn't know him at all. It's like he, the way he pronounces he all the countries and says chimpanzee. Afghanistan. We got to wrap this up. Did you guys ever hear of Us Festival? No. It was a festival in the, the 80s with just all the bands, you know, over like five days. No. Anyways, it was started by Steve Wozniak. Interesting. Like he used Apple money to make this big music festival. Steve was the cool part of Apple. Yeah, of course. Wozniak. Wozniak. Wow. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, I was like, they're both Steve. So that's why he calls him Steven. I love, he I love him so well. He has got to distinguish between Wozniak. I love when, uh, just in closing, Brian goes, you know what Steve Jobs is good Stevie. at? He goes, you know what Steve Jobs is good at? And Joe goes yelling at his employees. I thought that was fucking great. That's hilarious. I totally missed that. <laughs> He said, but did he say, do you know what Stephen Jobs is good at? I don't remember if he said Stephen, but I know he, he said, he asked him the question and Joe goes. Yeah, it's a great listen if you haven't listened to it. And to listen to them go from the meteor off on a tangent. Oh, it's insane. Back to the meteor. Is, it's like a it's like art. <laughs> like a triple. It really is. Because you're like, how did they come that? back there? Just how to have that rotating. Well, we know how hard it is. If someone steps on what you're saying, then. That's what I'm saying. It's almost like you might not remember. It's almost like Jamie was standing there with a big sign that said "meteor," like it had to pointing at it for 45 minutes. Like, guys, go back, dude. That's what I need is little, little people, people to hold up signs for me. Yeah, just just a reminder. Bring it back, Bigfoot, Bigfoot. That's all it says for signs. What did he get so mad at me for? Okay, let's uh, let's rate this and end this. Simon, what do you give this episode? I give this episode a a two. I got to say this, Brian was on what last week, two weeks ago. Uh, not long ago, but my not, point is just that enough. he wasn't pushing anything this time. And there was already enough episodes this week. And it seemed like Joe was short for time. Like why do this to us, Joe? We have enough to listen to. Maybe they were like, had to do something, but had to wait a bit of time. So, like, oh, so well, they just fired up the mics. No. Cause Joe said, okay, man, I got to go. Yeah, he, I got to cut this short. So they weren't doing anything together. 
Yeah. Maybe they were just at he the wasn't studio. Like, Dude, we got to go. No, but maybe they're at the studio working out and Joe was like, I got two hours, three hours. No, because they got to get Jamie down there. It has no, to be no, planned. Yeah, I don't no, think it goes off yeah, like that. I, I don't think I it's don't, just a uh, fucking on a whim. So it was more like the lack of purpose. I of this think podcast. that Joe felt so bad about what happened in that rich Benoit episode that he was like, I got to give the, the rest of these people something else this week. Yeah, wow. I still wonder. I don't think Joe has any motive. It's just no, of course not. It's so fluid going. No, but it just seemed odd to me. Like this one just seemed like there was no reason. Brian was just on. Like, where's Uncle Joey? Where's Dave fucking Chappelle? You gave it a two. Simon? Where's Ari, man? Guy hasn't been on in forever. He's on tour. He's, he's in on New tour. York. In New York, he's he's doing all those. Podcasts. No, no, he's in Calgary right now. Yeah, but he's been in New York. Yeah, but I'm and just saying he's on. Ari is on tour currently. That's what I'm saying. That's who I could listen to. You, you know? get some some Ari. Kamar, what do you give the episodes? He gave it a two. I give it like a three and a half. Or, or what about uh, uh, me now. Uh, four? Like yeah. now that we talked talked about it, it's like, hey, it wasn't that bad a week. It just there was no one like someone brings from the table like, ooh, what is this person all about? Except for maybe Eddie Izzard and Benoit was a fucking. It was a good week actually. I, my rating was all off, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Has he ever had Tripoli on? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, yeah. I don't. I don't know if I've heard that. Uh, I'll give this episode again a two and a half, just right down the middle. But it also makes me think that maybe my weekly rating was a bit fucked. I think I fucked my rating up too, but I mean, I gave it. I gave the week a two, and I've given two. What did I give the week? Two point six five. Oh, so I think I'm okay. I think we're no. I think we're all way off. No, because I'm gonna give. Did I even rate this episode? Yeah, you give it a two. You were the first one. I you said Brian two, and then you just you know what off. I what I was I think I was trying to say before is the difference between two people in a week to five is like you have more luxury with the two people in a week to just talk about if we talk about for two hours, right? Whereas when we have five, you got to pick the best, and it's like, oh wait, that was good. But we never do. It we, opens up. <laughs> we never ever do. But when you're listening to five in a week, you put the fifteen hours, and you're like, fuck, thank God that's over. But there's no fear, fireworks there. But actually. Uh, on retrospect, it was very interesting. Okay, yeah, there was substance. We fucked up this week, boys. We jumped the ball. All right, whatever. <laughs> um, it was a great Final week. thoughts on Brian Callen, Kamar? You know how I feel about Brian. I always think he's on the edge of Kreischer. <laughs> you know, like going that way, but... Yeah, he's, uh, just not, he's not big enough. He, well, as long as he keeps sparring, he's going to be a little bit humble. No, I don't mean... Oh, <laughs> okay, sure. All right. Um, I guess in closing, real quick... Uh, follow us on Instagram, JRE Podcast. Send us an email, JRE Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Patreon.com slash JRE Podcast. If you feel like donating, the moon debate is up there, and I can assure you it is not even worth a dollar of your money. Uh, but we're going to get some additional content up <laughs> no, there. No, Thank no. you for listening. Listen, the moon debate is good if you want, if you're not <laughs> I'm being looking, suppressed. If you're absolutely not looking for a debate and you're just looking for three guys shooting the shit over the moon, that is right up your alley. <laughs> Uh, other than that, you can follow Kamar on Instagram at Kamar Babar. Come check me for the weather in Ottawa daily. <laughs> I do suggest Weekdays checking only. for the weather daily. You can follow me on Instagram, Floydy, F-L-O-Y-D with five E's. Don't bother looking for Simon. Did I miss anything? Uh, just my final Thank thought you. on Brian. Thank you for listening, guys. I think he's a great guy. I love Brian. Okay. I just got to get that out of there after rating the episode a two. It's very important that I follow it up with, I give Brian a five. You can yeah. say an episode was bad and still like the person that was yeah, on it. That's, that's why funny. we have yeah, the yeah. final thoughts. But I, I just... If you had a bad Gmail, Brian, he'd well, wake up Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to leave on a bad note with Brian. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Thank I'm you sure. so much so for Brian, listening, guys. Listening, this yeah. is Brian, amazing. Love you, buddy. Uh, thanks so much for listening and uh, stick around for the post show. We'll see you next week. 
Goodbye.